Hi, everyone, and welcome to Special Edition 25. This is P.S. I'm Scott. And Sue. This is a particularly special edition since it's something like two and a half podcasts combined into one. We have some Christmassy fic for you, followed by catching up with most of the PFW franchise podcast hosts in a large-scale genial group chat. Our crew of Potterfic Weekly hosts cover A Life in a Box, which is a heartwarming Christmas story about Neville's children, Neville's childhood, and how some things can have more value than it might seem they do. I had to miss recording this one, but I'm sure the rest did a great job. Enjoy, everyone. And even if you don't celebrate directly, we hope this podcast can make your Christmas just a little bit merrier. Anybody have a burning desire to do it or shall I? Why don't you? I don't think I've introduced one in a while, so I will I don't do that. think you have either. What what order are we doing this in? Because I have only the three of you here and I don't know where I am. Go last, Itai. Done. Uh, so it'll be Sue, Kelly, Trisha. Itai. Okay. okay. So I'm going after Trisha. Yes. Right. Yep. Okay. And really fast. Oh, crap, I'm still signed in as the other person that doesn't work for me. All right, I'll fake it. Well, welcome to... What? Well, I was looking for the episode number. Oh. But I'm signed in as the Hugglepuff elf, so I can't get um, to the peon room. Well, this says 134. Oh, but it's not going to be 134 because it's coming out for Christmas, so I won't... That's I won't. right. Don't even put a number on it. It's coming out for Christmas? Well, it's a yeah, Christmas it's a, story. It's a Christmas story, so. Well, that, that, that's right. No, it just strikes me that we're in September and we're doing... <laughs> hey, at least we're not in October, or July or something like that. Yeah. Well, and there's well, a story behind time. that, too. Well, go ahead. We'll, I'll talk about it in, after we introduce. Go yeah, ahead. Okay. Yes. In this episode, we feature typically Puffwanian on-topic discussion. Not only entertaining, but educational as well. <laughs> I can touch my toes to the faucet. I can turn on the sink with my feet. It's like the Manhattan Project. Don't take offense to this, guys. You guys are the most dysfunctional people. <laughs> no, they're not! <laughs> we'll always laugh before the end. we please. Where the story lands. Welcome to the Christmas edition of Potterfic Weekly. I'm Sue. I'm Kelly. I'm Trisha. I'm Itai. And today we are going to be reading a story called A Life in a Box by Red Ciota. And you can find this on Checkmated. We will have a link up in the show notes. And this has been written for a gift, probably, for somebody named Shiki. Anybody know how to? Shiki. 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 And so it was posted for everyone to read. I I have to laugh. We are doing the res- this recording in the middle of September. It is the 13th, actually, today. On Saturday, September 13th at 11.21 p.m., I fell so madly in love, you won't even believe it, with Harry Ginny. I think I just peed my pants. Please say that again. I felt something click inside of me and the second half of my life began. She really does love them. And I don't know about you guys. It was in the 80s here today and we're doing a Christmas fix. So. Yeah. 80s or two. And not, not only is it is it, you know, the middle of September, but it's also right after 
Rosh Hashanah and right before Yom Kippur. Yes, so it is. here God is bless a you. Jew. What's that? Oh no. <laughs> so here, here is a Jew talking about Christmas right in the middle between the two of the high holidays. We're good. I'll just pretend it's going to be Hanukkah. <laughs> typically, typically Pufuanian. Always. I always thought it was funny that when we were going, when I'm reading through After the End, and they were doing the Christmas chapter for After the End in July. Mm. But one of them they did, it was for, I think they did the Halloween episode. And it was like, ooh, look, we're actually doing this on Halloween. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's pretty normal. Which came out the following July, I'm sure. I think it's pretty normal not to be talking about or, you know, having covering something that's <laughs> seasonal. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. pretty, you I'll know, if, we, if that was if that was the case, we would be covering, you know, first two weeks of Hogwarts right now. So it's so cool and it's totally awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we should be. Yeah. Teddy Lupin just started his second year at uh, Hogwarts mm-hmm. this year. So. I think Victoire starts next year. Yep. That's always fun. Yep. So we're starting out, and Neville's talking about the main room at the Leaky Cauldron, and it's empty of all customers because Christmas Eve belongs to family, and Hannah Abbott chewed all of her guests either to their rooms or out and told them that they were welcome for Christmas breakfast and dinner, but Christmas Eve was for the family, and she was going to go spend it with the family. Now I have a question, and this actually has to do with cross-cultural thing. I was under the impression that Christmas Eve was a much bigger deal in the United States than it was in Great Britain. And it was usually Christmas Day and Boxing Day that are the two big pair. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was was thought Boxing Day would be bigger. Yeah. Well, because Boxing Day is like, well, Boxing Day came around because of that's the day that the that the lords of the manor would mm-hmm. distribute Sorry. gifts to their tenants. Right. Mm-hmm. That was Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. But so so having everybody shoot out Christmas Eve belongs to family. It, that's a very American thing. So that just. Yeah. Although- <laughs> okay. No, I'll have to take your word for it because being well, yeah, food. of course. Well, it's each time think of it like this: you all celebrate your holidays start the night before. Yeah. Okay. Well, if your holidays didn't start the night before, would you have the eve of Hanukkah? Would you have the eve of? Well, you know actually, what I'm saying? there is the. I mean, people people do say you know Hanukkah Eve, Passover Eve, right. but it's. It's it's mostly be taken up with you know frantic preparations because in most <laughs> cases no in most cases you're not allowed to do anything to do after work, sundown right to do work so you right. have to get get it all in under the wire and it's kind of mm-hmm. funny watching a whole bunch of dudes trying to you know well, perform superhuman feats before the Im- sun goes down but but imagine that your holidays didn't start at sundown. <gasps> Imagine what? well. Imagine that they started at sunrise instead of sundown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, Sue? So I just googled Red Ciota because I'm pretty sure that I know that English is not her first language. Yeah. Oh, it's not. And I can't remember if she's German or what. And so I thought uh-huh. I would look for it. Yeah. So if you Google Red Ciota, you get yeah. Potterfic Weekly 
Peoncast, Sepia. Mm -hmm. And then underneath it are images for Red Ciota. And the first image is the picture that Jen drew for the main podcast of Bill and Saul and... Is it Harry and Ron? I can't even remember. Oh, no, it's it's Ryan and Jen and Bill and Saul. That's the first mm. image that comes up. And I was just like, oh, wow, that's this. <laughs> so I just thought it was weird that that's what came up. There's also a really pretty horse named Red Ciota. Mm. But <laughs> it just freaked me out to see the picture come out, to come up. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go <gasps> out loud, but it just was weird. Yeah, you scare the crap out of me. Thank you very much. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it's okay. That's all right. I, I've hung around with with Catholics before in my life, and I know that that midnight mass for them is pretty big. Right, yeah, but that's, that's but but that's again, that's an American your your Christmas Eve celebration. Usually in the UK is the day before you get together. It's not the day that you oh, do okay. get together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So that's that's what I'm saying. So yeah, I that that kind of and I'm guessing. I struck, struck, that it struck me as odd, yeah. But then again, maybe the Wizarding World has different rules than the UK Muggle World. I don't know. Entirely know. possible. Right. Okay. Well, I'm not finding it, but I'm giggling because it says, the, it says Kelly monologues. Never forget. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't find... I need to go... Well, we won't worry about it. We just know that she's not... English is not her first language, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so anyhow, we are back, and they have got the tables all set up for the morning and everything, and they've gone to sit down, or they're getting ready, and Neville fills this little tug on his pajamas, and it's his daughter, Abigail. Mm. She's six. And she, Very cute. She yeah. wants to know Curly's story, and Curly is the little teddy bear that she's got curled up in her arms. And he says, Pumpkin, I've told you that story many, many, many times. You need to go to bed. And she pouts and says, but I want this story, please. (laughs) And he sits down to read this or to tell her the story because it's the best story in the whole wide world. And so. And mommy does not able to tell the story as well as you. Doesn't tell it right. Yeah. 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 She's very descriptive mm-hmm. in how she writes. And now that you're saying that English is in her first language, knowing I've read a lot of foreign books, I mean, that's been translated, stuff like that. And they're always, they're just, they just seem more descriptive than like an American writer. Mm-hmm. Well, most other languages, and this is coming from somebody who knows six seven something i find are much much richer in description than english mm-hmm. english i english i've always found to be very poor it lacks adjectives and i find it lacks shades of meaning mm-hmm. that that most other succinct. languages what's that i think it's a more succinct language at least ours at least english uh, is well yeah yeah and and i, I mean hebrew has just so many different words for what in English is, if you're lucky, one word. There are words in Hebrew that don't that don't exist in English. Same thing in German, the Romance languages also. But yeah, English has always struck me as sort of this very stark, almost cold language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, how many people have trouble learning English as a second language? Because well, but that's that's because there are more exceptions than rules. Yeah, <laughs> I before E except for after C. <laughs> yeah, 
And sometimes that doesn't even apply. Yep. <laughs> I, I, to this day, don't know how to spell receive properly. That's all right. <laughs> neither, does, neither do I. I have to sit there and think about it. That's what spell check's for. Oh, no. Well, that's yeah. WebsterDictionary.com. I have that's it. That's exactly what I, do, what I do. I just spell it. And if it comes out right, oh, I'm, you know, lucky. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. I have to think about it. We're way off course. So Neville starts telling the story, and it goes to... We have a flashback. Yeah, thank you. I couldn't think of the word I needed. (laughs) So he's talking about when he was a little boy, about six years old, when he got up in the morning on Christmas, there were always four gifts under the tree. And they were always wrapped in thick paper and had neat colors, and they were always waiting for him. And they all had his name on it, and it's very exciting. Mm Mm-hmm. And so he would slip out of bed at dawn and he'd go down and he'd look at them and his eyes, you know, his eyes would be big. And he wanted really, really bad to shake them, but he'd only just barely touch the ribbon. Because there were always some sort of enchantment against him finding out what was there. Did anybody shake the presents? I used to until I got a box of shells that used to be an airplane. Uh yeah. Well, I, my, my mother didn't pack it well enough, and uh, my brother shook it really hard, and then I shook it and heard something rattle, and I opened it up, and it had been a biplane that had been made out of seashells and was completely, the only thing that survived was the propeller. Aww. Yeah, my yeah. mother was very upset, and my brother. <laughs> yeah. So we don't, we don't shake presents <laughs> anymore. My brother's really good at guessing what's in presents. So if you don't want him to guess, then you add things like dog collars and jingle bells and things like that that make really funky Mm. noises. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bell swing and jingle bell ring. Or you put somebody Mm. else's name on it. Yeah. Yeah, he guesses those too. So my my brother uh, my brother showed me where all the presents were hidden, Mm. and then. We would look for them and look at them. And if it was really, really good and it was already wrapped, we know that was really good. We learned how to unwrap them, look at uh, them, and then rewrap them again. And rewrap oh, them. No. Oh, yeah. We were, my brother was bad. That's, that takes away the whole surprise of Christmas morning. You don't understand. I hate being surprised. I hate you it. And, I, you and me both. I can't stand it. Okay, this is how bad I am at surprises. I, I am divorced now, but luckily enough, I found my engagement ring. Have you the wind? I am glad I found my engagement ring before I, before I received it, because I was not happy about the engagement ring. <laughs> you were not happy about the engagement ring or the concept of the engagement? Knowledge. Of uh, the engagement ring. The wind? It wasn't big oh. enough? Well... It's not. It wasn't particularly my um, taste in rings, mm-hmm. and it was my ex mother in law's ring, and she's oh. not dead. I'm not dead. Ooh. Okay. Oy. Yeah, and so it was just kind of really nice to explain to me. They're like, "Oh, that's a nice ring." I'm like, "Oh, thank you." It was my mother in law's. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, she's not dead. I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should have. That should have put. I should have put two and two together then. <laughs> Live and learn. Yeah. And maybe get on Oprah. <laughs> Try <Or> Jerry Springer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. Did we just say that at the same time, Kel? Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds think alike, huh? 
Oh, no. <laughs> or either that or we watch too much television. Well, one of two. Uh, my guess would be the second, but. <laughs> uh, did I mention that I don't watch Cherry Springer? <laughs> I don't either. I just. <laughs> it, was the first na- it was the first name that popped into my head. You know, it's really bad. You, you know, you're in trouble if you're dating someone who asks you to, sh- to, be, to be on Jerry Springer. Like, oh, no. Yeah, no. One of the gals that I worked with had that happen to her. It was an ex-boyfriend who wanted, she, he called her and asked her if she wanted to be on Jerry Springer. And apparently he was dating four girls at the same time. <laughs> One of them he was engaged to. Sorry. I mean, it was like, oh, my God. No. Hold on. Go ahead. I have to wait till my clock stops chiming. Oh, okay. We're like sitting here. Do, 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 do. It's like last night. Kelly and I were talking last night, and the cat came from underneath the table and clawed my leg, and I screamed and went through the ceiling. And poor Kelly's like, Sue, Ouch. are you okay? And I'm like, I was laughing so hard, but then I couldn't answer her. But she could mm-hmm. tell I was giggling, so she knew I was okay. But he scared the crap out of me. I had no idea he was even in the house. Mm-hmm. And he sank which, his claws into my leg. Which one, Bernie Alex. or uh, oh, Alex? Oh, no, Alex. Alex is really bad about that. I'm in the wrong chair tonight. I'm in the creaky chair because the other one has clean clothes on it. I didn't want to. Move I, I can't be in the wrong chair. No. I don't have oh, one. I got a candy bar. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. Congratulations! You just made the title, and Trish has a candy bar. <laughs> Trisha got a candy bar. Woo! Did you get it for Christmas? No, I I found a packet of one of my races. I just did. And I was like, oh, I haven't looked through this yet. And so I'm going through. I'm like, oh, here's a couple races I wouldn't mind doing. Um, Here's the road ID that I need to get for myself. And I'm like, oh, look, a candy bar. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is a candy bar. A candy bar. <laughs> and I got sunblock, too. Nice. Some what? Sunblock. Sunblock. Oh, sun. I thought you said <laughs> some luck. And I thought. Felix Felices? Some luck? <laughs> what? Yeah, she it's got a Chinese restaurant. Some luck. She no, nah, she uh, yeah. got no. What she has is Felix Felices in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I need want some of that. Yeah, that would be nice. I do too, and then I'll go to the casino. <laughs> oh. So Neville is. Oh, we are talking about the fic. Oh, okay. oh, oh, are we? Okay. <laughs> I guess we. I guess we can come back. Can we come back to the fic? We can cut yeah, most of that last stuff out. Nobody even know we left. Okay. He lets his fingers trail on the ribbon because he doesn't want the present to turn into a screaming snitch. I love that. Because <laughs> apparently at one point, Gran made it so that if he touched it or shook it, that it would say, Neville's being nosy or something like that. So yeah. That's at least a kinder version of a howler, or at least it sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's always four. And the first one whistles. And he's sure the second one's going to be a book. And the third one is soft and squishy, so it's probably a scar for mittens or something. Mm-hmm. Jumper. I was going to say Weasley. Did somebody say Weasley? Yeah, <laughs> not quite. I was going to say, what do they know about the Weasley? And then the last one made an eerie humming sound. Ooh. And he likes to try to guess what they are just from. Okay, who thought of the eerie humming sound? I thought that would be the Remumba Ball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know. For some for early. some reason I thought of a of a sneaker scope, but then I thought at age eight probably not. Mm-hmm. Mm, you didn't think about that being a sneaker scope. That's a good idea. 
And doesn't he pride himself at being able to guess them after only one shake or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're only allowed to have one shake. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just like have like after the little shake thing, and he tries to guess what they are, and then he lies down on his belly and he smells the the fur, and he waits until grandma, grandpa, and grand and grandpa move up the stairs to announce the mystery, what the mysteries are about to unravel. You know, unraveled. Yeah, thank you. No worries. I was kind of like that. Yeah, it's really cute. Then, one year when he was eight, mysteriously, there was a fifth box underneath the tree. Mm. And when he read it, it said, Merry Christmas, Neville, from Mom and Dad. And he was, you know, kind of astounded because there's no way his parents could have gone Christmas shopping. Because he knew knew by that point that they were in the mess. I just kind of like how present is in faded paper. I just... I just found that to be. Nice. Itai, will you put your microphone up just a hair? Because you're breathing uh, into it. Better? Yeah. And I don't want you to stop breathing. Well, thank you. <laughs> and then, of course, we switch back to Abigail, who's like, but you didn't open it just yet, did you, Daddy? And she's just all excited. You just see her in the chair. She's just squirming, and she's got this big old grin on her face. And she's heard this story so many times that she could tell it, but she just wants him to tell it to her. Yeah. He says, no, we had to wait for Uncle Alice to come. And I wonder if he got the toad that year. Maybe. <laughs> and Abigail scrunches up her nose and says... Granny Alice never talks much when we go to see her. So they're taking her. So we know that his parents are still alive at this point, which mm-hmm. is interesting. And I found that to be astounding. Yeah, for me too. You found it what? Astounding. What, what are you doing to your microphone, Trish? I'm sorry. I found the candy bar. Now I'm eating it. That's I why can you keep be- going on mute. Okay. I was. Yeah. I am? I'm going on mute? No, you just keep hitting the, the oh. microphone with your candy bar, and it sounds like you're going on mute. Okay, that's what it sounded like. I was like, why is oh, she really? hitting it? I don't think I was. See how you are. It's okay. Hmm. Okay, sorry. No, I'm, I'm trying to move the microphone in such a way it's okay. so that you can hear me, but not my breathing. Yeah, and we hear you just fine. So she says that Granny Alice doesn't say much, but Granny Alice gives her gum wrappers. Yeah, hmm. I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, that whole scene with the gum wrappers from Canon is probably, with the exception of the of the scene moving into the forest, probably the most touching scene in the entire series for me. Really? Yeah, it was something else. It it, it, it really... just feels really real and authentic, and it's heartbreaking in its reality. Yeah, and at some point when they decide they're going to redo this series as a mini series, maybe we'll see that. Yeah. I always, I mean, I remember even reading through canon thinking the gum wrappers mean something. Gum wrappers mean something. And guess what? Gum wrappers didn't mean anything. They just meant Yeah, uh, Trisha, they were given to the long bottoms by Edgecomb. (laughs) 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 Children, children. (laughs) No, she's not playing nice. <laughs> Make Kelly play nice. Do we have to put you in a timeout, Trisha? Oh, I'm only, I'm hey. only teasing you. You know that. I know. <laughs> Although it is kind of funny, but you know. So he says, "You're right. People don't have to speak to say that they love you," which is again really sweet. And then she nestles into his chest, and she says, "I can hear your heart beating." 
She says. She says, yes. Did I say he? Sorry. Yeah, I, well, I heard he. I don't know if that's what you said, but that's and what he I heard. just kind of cuddles her, and then he continues the story. And we go back. If somebody else would like to talk, y'all just jump right in. I feel like I'm doing all of it. Well, I don't, ha- I don't have the story in front of me as usual. So. so Grandpa Longbottom's like, open it, boy. And he's, he's really excited. And so he opens it really carefully. And this peculiar teddy bear falls out. It's only got one eye, and its nose is mostly ripped off and its ears look like they've been chewed on and he's got a little jumper and brown boots and his fur is soft and curly it's, and it's go ahead no no it's been worn the yes. teddy bear it's a well-loved teddy bear yeah right. i was expecting it to be paddington for some reason i don't know that <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i can see that or corduroy mm-hmm. or velveteen yeah and, uh, and I just like how Neville instantly goes, oh, thank you, Gran, Gran and Grandpa. And then he's like, oh. He, Oops. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's he's thinking to himself, I'm too old to get a teddy bear. And, you know, this one's old and already used. And why in the world did they give me this? Mm-hmm. And Grandpa Thanks, laughs. Grandpa. And he says, this teddy bear belonged to your father. And when you were born, he looked all over the house for it because he really wanted you to have it. And he never found it. And I just happened to be in the attic the other day, and I found it. And then Neville looks at it with new eyes, because it might be old. But it was a nice teddy bear. And it was his daddy wanted him to have it. But it, it, it was nice, and, and more than that, it, it's something that connects him in, I think, the most real way yet to his parents. Mm-hmm. Going going and visiting them in Sim is, is nice, but there isn't really that connection there, is, is my, my guess. Mm-hmm. This actually is something that he can connect with on a on a more tangible level. Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine, his father's in a home, and he has Parkinson, and he's gone through a stroke and stuff, and he's he's just not very well. And he put a good point into me, brought up a good point to me about he goes, yeah, this is my dad, but he goes, my dad that I know him is dead. This is just a nice man, old man that lives in my dad's lives in my father's body now and and that's how he differentiates from being his father and being the man he is now well that's how that's that's how he handles it Mm -hmm. and my my father did the same thing my grandfather passed away when he was 86 or 87 years old Mm -hmm. and for the last almost 10 years of his life he was in a nursing home because he had severe alzheimer's disease and when they moved him from his house into the care center he didn't know who my aunts and uncles and my father were at that point and my father was like that's not my father. That is someone who looks like him, but he has none of the memories and he doesn't know who we are. And, right. you know, they would go they would go and pick him up and bring him to my aunt's house for Christmas. He thought he was being kidnapped because he didn't know who these people were. Every Christmas. Yeah. And that, must, that, that must have been terrifying for him. It, it was and it was awful for us, too. Mm-hmm. because, you know, we'd have to bring him in and talk to him and, you know, make sure that he wasn't scared or anything. And, you know, you get somebody that's six foot six, mm-hmm. who's the tallest person in the house, who you have to make sure that he doesn't fall down the stairs. He does you know, mm-hmm. it's, it was, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and for Neville to have something of his father's when he was Neville's age or younger, that's really... That's really something. Oh yeah, and the, it, 
in the thing. It's he's like it's something. I heard somewhere that, or I must have heard somewhere because I that scene of of the the gum wrappers and such was something that Joe had actually seen in a hospital. She had seen an Alzheimer's patient do that. I don't know where I heard that, but so. Mm-hmm. This whole thing with parallels to Alzheimer's is not coincidental in any way. Most you guys probably know that I lost my grandfather in January, and he had Alzheimer's by that point. And my mother, my mother was the one who was, you know, with him at the end and toward toward the end. And she keeps telling me, you know, you're lucky you didn't see him. You're lucky you didn't see him. You know, especially in the home, and that you only have the memories of him that you that you do. Now, keep in mind that I didn't. By the time I, you know, the last time I quote unquote talked to him, it wasn't a conversation because he couldn't really speak you know anymore mm-hmm. because words that made any sense weren't within his capacity anymore but i didn't see him deteriorating the way that you know my grandmother did or my my mother did or even you know my sisters had even gone to israel and seen him worse off than i had seen him so mm-hmm. it it's it's something that i've i've only i've only heard about but I, uh-huh. I I know that it's true, and oh, every, you know every time I every time I listen to stories like this, I'm like, that's Grandpa, you yeah. know, yeah. that's Saba, and I, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm I it's it it does it does something to me that I can't necessarily that I I don't have the words for. I'll stop babbling about it now. <laughs> no, no, I we all we all go through something like that. I did the same thing. My grandmother died. Trisha. Trisha, speak a little closer to the mic. You're really, really in distance. Okay, how about now? Oh, that's much better. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I I moved it down because I was eating candy bar. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Sugar comes first. (laughs) Oh, heck yeah. It had 21 grams of protein, so (laughs) woohoo. But I mean, I, in some ways, I I was kind of like Neville. My grandmother died when I was like 12. And so from the age of Almost eight till twelve, I saw my grandmother deteriorate with Alzheimer's, and it was it was the most one of the most devastating things that I, I think I ever went through because I was at that age where I'm like I want to be with my grandmother. I wanted to, I wanted to make cookies and stuff like that, and she just she couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And right. I mean it, it it it's sad. It's it's an it's an awful disease, and I wouldn't wish that. I would not wish that for anybody. It's it's. It's just, a, it's very sad. And in so many ways, kind of what Neville's parents are going through, it's kind of like Alzheimer's in a way. But, but, but parents, but his parents have had this his entire life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't remember them before. He doesn't they know like any this. different. Yeah. 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 He and doesn't... honestly, I couldn't, ma- I couldn't imagine that. Well, I look at it like the people who have the children who's, the children who have autism or, you know, they have to live with that every day. It's just, yeah. Anyway, moving along. Okay. Let's not be so depressed now. (laughs) Yes. Happy, please. Happy, please. So happy is that when Abigail was born that she says, so that's how I got curly. It was Grandpa Frank's and then it was yours and now it's me, (laughs) mine. And she, you know, waves it around and just about baps him in the nose. Mm. And he says, yes. I gave it to you when you were a tiny baby. And then mommy shows up, you know, mommy. And mean says, mom telling her go to bed. Says, you know, aren't you supposed to be in bed? Yeah. I like, she's like, are you telling Curly's story again? And Neville gives her a sheepish smile. She likes that story. 
That's what she wants. Yep. And she says, go to bed, princess. I'll be there in a minute. Mm. <laughs> so off she goes. And uh, Hannah gives him a little hug and says, when are you going to tell her the rest of the story? And they kind of snicker and share this private joke because there apparently is more to the story. <laughs> Except that she's not quite ready for that yet. Yeah, just a little. It's so cute. So adorable. Yeah. I love that. I do too. So they, uh. I'm surrounded by Hufflepuffs. <laughs> what the hell is a Hufflepuff? Yes, you are, Kel. <laughs> and, you, and you love it too. Yes, he does. He secretly wants to be a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuffs are particularly good finders. No, I'm terribly sorry, but no. <laughs> no. She says that now, but in her I like being a Ravenclaw. <laughs> In her dream, she really she's like, I want to be a Hufflepuff. I've probably yeah. said I've probably said this like fifty times, but everybody keeps calling me a Ravenclaw. But every personality test I've ever oh, taken put me in a put me in Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. Trisha, yeah, lay off the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I had a protein bar instead. Uh huh. It had it sugar had in it. And how much sugar was in the protein bar? Let me see. (laughs) She's going to (laughs) look. She's going to look. Hannah Uh, comes back in after putting putting, Abigail to bed. uh, 18 grams. Yeah, that's that's a lot. (laughs) Now now try going to bed after that. Yeah, I'm going to be having some nightmares. Nah. Tiggers are wonderful things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tops are made out of rubber. The bottoms are made out of springs. They're bouncy, fluncy. They're bouncy, fluncy, 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 fun, 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 fun. But the most wonderful things about Tiggers is I'm the only one. So. I think that should go in the title, too. Tiggers are wonderful things. <laughs> or and Trisha can't sing. And Trisha has a candy bar. <laughs> Tiggers are wonderful things and Trisha has a candy bar. Moving right along. <laughs> I lost my train of sorry, sorry, my fault. Shutting up now. So she crawls in, she comes in and, and he says, she says, why don't you tell me the story? And he says, now I've told you that story loads of times. <laughs> she says, I know. And I cry each time. Tell it to me again, please. And so he tells her the story. So this is the second time through that he's been telling the story. And we find out that it's an annual tradition now, after he turned eight, that every Christmas there are now five gifts under the tree. And the fifth gift is always something that his parents used to own. Once he got a music box, he got his mom's quills when she was a (gasps) teenager. and And she wrote something secret in there, in the quill box. He found one. He did. And uh, he got a jumper that his father used to wear when he studied magic at Hogwarts. So Mm -hmm. he's gotten all these things and he really liked them for a while, you know. So one day, tell him what he found in the quill box, Trisha. There was a little compartment and he opened it up and I said, Alice loves Frank. All I could (laughs) think was just like a little. But in the, the, in the that sing-song, sing-song voice too, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, I was. I'm um, picturing the what is the song? Uh, Alice uh, Frank and Alice sitting in the tree. In the tree. Yeah, 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 it's it's not, yeah. This is not Harry and Draco sitting in the tree. S N O G G I N G. Oh, Julia, I love that song. No. Do that again. Well, wow, she she can reproduce it. I'm impressed. Usually, she's she's gurring and stuff for 
this, but yeah. oh, this time I'm being squeamish, okay? Aw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. She'll put, put another image in her head now. I have to say yeah. that being in a concert with Wompy and listening to that, that's always his final song, and watching the entire audience sing it, it's so much fun. No, it's Draco and Harry sitting in a tree. S-N-O-G-G-I-N-G It's Draco and Harry sitting in a tree F-A-L-L-I-N-G in love I will put something else in your head. So, thank you. When he turns 15, he decides that he can't handle the fifth box anymore. Well, and remember that what's going on when he turns 15. Yeah, right. That is the year of Umbridge. You can either kiss the Dementors, or you can kiss Umbridge. And that is the year where he really starts to and, turn. Well, it's a that, turning that's, point for him. That's the year that he confronts Bellatrix for the first time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, not being able to handle the fifth box at 15 years old, that's I understandable. That. Oh, yeah. yeah, I oh, yeah. can, yeah. I, I I can mean, see that. Yeah, yeah, he's, I mean, not to be... But he's a hormone. He's a hormonal teenage boy. Well, and it's not that he's caps lock Neville, but it's still, yeah. you know, what's going on at school at this time. You exactly. know that that affects what he's is happening at home too. So. Yeah, and 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 the reason for for Dumbledore's army, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, it's not right. Mm-hmm. This is not. This is not uh, passing him passing over his head quietly. No. Any of this. So and you know his grandmother's telling him to open the box already, and it says anger swept him for one rare moment in his young life, and he says, no, "Yeah, I don't want Dad's things anymore." Yeah, and somehow I can't picture Neville angry. Well, I can I can picture Neville resolute. I can picture Neville, you know, a lot brave. I can picture Neville a lot of things. No, I think angry I think and he's angry to the and Neville doesn't compute. I don't think me. he's so much angry at I don't think he's angry at Augusta. He's angry he's at the circumstances. I think he's <laughs> starting to focus his anger at the Death Eaters at this point mm-hmm. because of what he's learning in Defense Against Dark Arts and how He's being treated at school because of umbrage. From now on, we're going to be doing things around here my way. We're going to be doing things around here the umbrage way. And and things like this. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Think about what's going on just at Hogwarts. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've yeah. got the, the what, is, what do they call that? The, um, what's the, the, the ones with the special pins? What was that? Inquisitorial squad. Yes, yeah. the Inquisitorial squad that was made up almost entirely of Slytherins. Right. <laughs> and he was already a focus point for bullying from the Slytherins. Present your arm, nerd! I would right. imagine this year it was a nightmare for him. Indian bird and for him and to have him come home and say, "Here's something else from your father." I am here's, a, here's another here's another here's reason another why reminder. you're so bullied. Mm-hmm. Here's another yeah. reminder. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't yeah. take the box and throw it across the room. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is another reminder how he is different from everybody else. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how and much he's lost. I mean, yeah. And the thing is, yeah, at that point in time in your life, I mean, you don't want to be different. I mean, yeah, Harry's different. I'm Harry freaking Potter! Stuff like that, but still, Neville's not that. I don't think he's more anger. I think it's just more frustration. Yeah. And not knowing how to express yourself. I think it's more of that 
than just anger. And I mean, heck, I I I know when when I can't express myself. I mean, it comes out anger, but you're just you, you just have so much energy or so much pinned up emotion. You just don't know how to express it. I mean, like yeah, it's got to come out somehow, and it, just, out, it yeah, looks and like anger. And, yeah. yeah, and I mean, it's too bad it, it was aimed towards Augustus. But the thing is, sometimes you hurt the ones that you love most because mm-hmm. they you know that you could hurt them, right? And you know and, that they're going to. And she just you. happened to be there. You know, mm-hmm. Right. She, she was there. It, it, it's not at her. It just she happened well, to be in the vicinity. And she's the one that's giving the presents to him. He is yeah. old enough to know that it's not his parents doing it. Right. And right. you know, I'm not a child anymore. This is you. You're doing this, and you're putting their name stop on doing it, it. And just yeah. stop. And yeah. you know, she thunders at him, and he he can't look at her. But he's like, no, I don't want this. And he just goes to his room. Mm-hmm. And. She tries the next couple of years, couple of years to do it. And then she kind of, can you imagine what his, well, look, hell seventh year. Yeah. Hmm. She tried to give him another in seventh year. Oh my. I I would have stopped after sixth, honestly. Like, you know, yeah. Uh, Sometimes, you know what? Sometimes those old bats, man, they don't know when they give up. (laughs) But Augusta always struck me as smarter than your average. I do have more than a smattering of ignorance, boo boo buddy. Yeah, Yeah, but but she, but see, this was, this is Augusta trying also to deal with her own grief. yeah. Yeah, because, and she hasn't been able to. Right. And this is how she's she's trying to do it and having you're she's reminded about this every day too right. because mm-hmm. of Neville yeah. and trying to pass some of that trying to get him to share in her grief. He doesn't want to share in her grief. He has enough of his own. Mm-hmm. 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 And I think her wrapping the gifts and giving them to him as from mom and dad, that was to help her. Yeah, that was her exactly. crutch. And, and that's, and and that's he, actually mentioned it toward the end of the story, if I remember correctly. It was, right. Was and that, and that so, was the way for her to process. Right. And so to have her then go through and go, yeah, then just, you know, to get that, I'm not going to do this anymore. You need to stop. So now her crutch is gone. So now she's having to deal with a little more of that backlash, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Or the, I mean, so, I could, yeah. It, in so many ways, I mean, this is, it's, it's not Neville's parents' fault because, I mean, think, I mean stuff like this happens. But right. I know if something happens to me, I am, I'm asking my cousin to take care of my son. Because as I look at it, I see my parents. It's not that my, I don't believe my parents can do it, but I don't feel it's fair for them to do it i mean they've raised me they oh i wish you me. i wish you could convince that to so many people how many yeah how many i mean grandparents are raising their grandkids oh, now yeah. so many yeah. there are so, so many, many. and i too, I mean, too many yeah and i mean that's what i personally i mean i personally feel but that's just me well, and personally. and then the the biggest problem, the biggest reason that grandma is raising grandkid and great grandkid is because the parents don't give a crap. And there's a bunch of girls like, you don't need no man to help you raise no child. You don't need no man. Shut the f- up. Or, or can't for whatever reason. Yeah. Or, they're, or they're dead because they were in a gang. Go take care of them kids before they rob me in 10 years. You know, it's like, take responsibility for yourself and for your children. Don't pawn them off on your parents if the kid call his grandmama mommy and his mama pam he going to jail no yeah yeah grandparents have a job and that job is to spoil the kids and give them back right and yeah my parents do that it's to be a grandparent (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
your parents do that very well. <laughs> oh, they can do it very well. I mean, believe me. I mean, the stuff that I've went through and stuff like that, I I probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my parents helping me. And I yeah. and I know that. But the thing is, I asked for help. They helped me. I'm able to do it on my own. But the thing is, I took care of my son the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. And right. I'm a better person for it. And the thing is, I have them to thank for it, too. But was it mm. for them? Yeah. Okay. I'm off my soapbox now. Let's but go back the to same, the store. But at the same time, you are your own person and your grant, your parents are not raising your son. You are. Right. Exactly. You asked for help, but you never gave away your responsibility. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to ask for help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. I mean, oh, we, do, we, don't, we don't live in a vacuum. Right. Believe me, all shit does roll downhill. So. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well... Okay, so... All right, so, all right, but we're going off, off topic here just a minute yeah, since so we're already the, off topic here. We have a little area outside my classroom. Yes, I went back to work today. We have a little area outside my classroom that has trees in it, and it's kind of become this catch-all place for the toys that no longer work and stuff like that. It's, you know, that Christmas story where that island of the broken Mr. toys... toys? And, yes, that's yeah. exactly mm-hmm. what this is. Okay. And we looked out there today and we said, you know, this area is really a mess. We should move stuff so that it's more of a wildlife area and the kids don't see all this crap out here. So we went out to move things around. The neighbors are throwing their dog poop over the <gasps> fence. Oh. What? At first it was like, oh, wow, a raccoon must have been through here. And then I was like, looking, I'm like, no, there's too much for a stray dog to have wandered in here or a raccoon or somebody to have come through here. This no. is so I was so mad. I was like, come on, you don't throw things over the fence like that. That's just wrong. No. Yeah, uh... And I know they don't like us because we're noisy. Heaven forbid, you know, we have 30 kids out playing and having a good time. And and, and the kids have to be so quiet, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm sorry. It's just not okay. okay. But if you move all of that stuff and they continue to throw the dog poop over the fence. I think you should start it right back. I you can, no, it. no, no. Call the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they are now littering on your property. On your, yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's biohazard. I'm yes, sorry. I don't care if yeah. it's coming from a I dog. I mean, you could, what, if, what if an inspector came in and for you guys? Right. right. I mean, it's not part of the property that the kids are ever allowed to go in. Yeah. But, but, but it's, it's still, still part of the property. Yeah. But it's still part of the property. And it's still part of the property. So, yeah, I would, like, remove the toys, remove the mm-hmm. trash that's in there, throw the stuff away. And then if it continues to be dumped there, then I would call the police. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can, you can, you might want to notify them, but even that isn't necessary. Mm-hmm. Well, we stood outside the fence today and went, wow, I can't believe somebody would be so terrible as to throw their dog poop over the fence. <laughs> How many alive. dogs do they have next door? I think there's just the one, and I haven't even seen it. Like, well, I've been gone all summer, so I don't know. Yeah. But it's usually inside, I think, because I know <laughs> it really barks at us. If it hears us, it doesn't like us. But. Oh, mm-hmm. so it matches the owner's mentality. Mm-hmm. So, but anyhow, I'm sorry, we're we're way off again. So, um, so Grand stopped wrapping the presents from mom and dad, and she did. She stopped until he was hired to teach full time at Hogwarts. Dun 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 dun. And I guess during the first year of Hogwarts, that's how Neville started 
to notice Hannah. Uh, I think he probably started to notice her before that. Noticed her before that. (laughs) Yeah. He made food. How about that? He used to close down the bar. He'd just hang out with her until it was time to close. Right. So, and he, when he got the news, finally, he decided he was going to ask her to dinner. And he said he was going to cook her a fancy dinner. And then he smiled and said, but you know, fancy rhymes with chancy. So you're taking your chances if you come and eat with me. (laughs) I thought was really cute. (laughs) And most bachelors can't cook anyway. So Yeah. But he, he does herbology. So he would know some herbs and things like that, mm. so that yeah. yeah but you can't cook just herbs herbs how to make a good salad there you go. as as wonderful as yeah. herbs are herbs just yeah herbs are not a meal <laughs> well yeah and at one point well i was, need some i need some meat i need some potatoes i need some some something how about a candy bar <laughs> For dessert, sure. Telling you, it's Trish has a candy bar. That's it. When adult, give me a candy bar. So, yeah, he's been hanging out at the pub, and at one point he says something about, she tells him that she'd like to buy it, and he says, well, that might be a lot of trouble. And she said, not if you come by, because you're good for business. And he leans forward. It says he leaped forward and kissed her. A spine-tingling kiss. And from then on, he thought about her all the time. And when he thought about her, he thought, now what would Hannah think of this? And so everything he did, he was like, hmm, wonder if Hannah would like this. So Hannah, <laughs> Hannah became his conscience. No, and <laughs> no, usually it, Hermione. It would be instead of WWJD, it would be WWHT. What would Hannah think? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have a nice dinner, and she kind of hints that she'd like a tour. Hint, hint. <clears throat> mm-hmm. At least he's smart enough to take the freaking hint. Because there's sometimes they're not too smart about taking the hint. Yeah, and I love this. They found themselves in his bedroom, and Hannah said the four words that should never be uttered near a grown man's bed. You have a oh, teddy. teddy bear. <laughs> 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 and Neville's like, uh, oh, crap. <laughs> now I have to tell her. her uh, no. And he's frantically trying to come up with a good reason, and she laughs and says, I love this about you, Neville. You don't make excuses for who you are. And he's like, yeah, I've been trying to come up with a good excuse, and I just don't have one. Hmm. About why a 23-year-old man has a teddy in his bedroom. (laughs) And why does a wizard have a teddy bear in his bedroom, on his bed? And uh, he says that it was his father's, and that he's so used to him that he forgets he's there. And that just makes him feel good. That's just sweet. Mm -hmm. Which... Gives him funky ideas about hmm, how she'd look naked in his arms right now. Boom, shabba, lubba, lubba. <laughs> Clutching an old uh, smelly teddy bear. Hmm. Uh, well. I think this is kind of smooth of him. He goes, well, there goes my sex appeal. Women don't go for sweet, usually. And I'm like, there so. you go, Neville. Use the sweetness. There's the Gryffindor we know and love. <laughs> and she says, the well-advised women go for sweet. We get all the best ones because nobody else knows. Boom, shabba, lubba, lubba. And things continue. And Hannah's like, don't tell Abigail that part. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, no, no. She's, no, 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 absolutely not. No. <laughs> that part of the story is off limits. Yeah. Off limits wow. until she's 30. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
or I'm sorry, no, I don't want. I mean, no, I don't want to know my parents doing that kind of stuff even before I was even born. No, 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 no. no did no, you no. ever? Did you ever see the movie Look Who's Talking? Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's a spot in there where because Olympia Dukakis plays her mother and she says something about seeing her dad in that uniform and they were and she, and she flops it's Kirstie Alley she flops on the bed and says oh god mom don't tell don't talk to me about dad and sex and her mom's on the exercise bike and she's like <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just she's like, yeah, man. You just, I'm just like, oh man, I don't want to hear about well, this. Oh. At, at least, it, at least it's not meet the Falkers. <laughs> where, where Streisand is a is a sex therapist. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be horrible? <laughs> Moving right along. Uh-huh. Oh, so, takes up. everything with sex. Yeah. He had a nice Christmas present, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, he unwrapped it early. Boom, shabba, lubba, lubba. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> and he woke I up. Almost, you almost what? I wanted to snort. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you didn't wanted to snort. I, I didn't. Look, the funny thing is that while he and Hannah were upstairs, Grand was downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, no, I, no, I was thinking the flat was all one thing, and he's because he said the door was open. Yeah, Grand, does it talk about me. stairs? I missed that part. Yeah, yeah, I missed that part then too because she said that because I remember him saying. Oh, no, maybe not. Place. I thought he was. I thought he went down. Thought he was upstairs. No, I, I don't think there are stairs. No, you're right. Much. Yeah, it just just seems like it. That was just you not wanting Grant in the same me. area with him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> Shriek with the door with the bedroom door open. Eek! Oh yeah, I I love that. He's you know he's got up and he's snuck downstairs and there's a great big box wrapped in brown paper underneath, unceremoniously dropped in front of the tree, and it says "Happy Christmas to Neville from Grand and Mom and Dad." And the room temperature drops because Grand's <laughs> been in his flat while he was going all the way with Hannah out it with the bedroom door the bedroom open. Door. Open. Boom! Shabba lubba lubba. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. And here comes um, Hannah. Called Neville, you need to lock your door, <laughs> even from Grandma. It's like, She's Neville, where are you going? Oh, right. nowhere. <laughs> and, you know, he's, she wants to know what he's got. And so he tells her the story mm-hmm. about his grandmother giving him bits and pieces and, and everything. And at the I'm end, he didn't go. go Oh, like kind of like squeak on like, oh my God, your grandmother was here. Well, well, we're oh, oh. no, she yeah. handled it better than he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she wants could... to know if he can open the box this year. If he can manage it this year, yeah. yeah. So he opens Which the box. He does, and he finds his father's order papers and a bottle of perfume that belonged to his mother, and all the stuff that would have been his through the year had he been accepting the gifts. So this box has everything in it. Yeah. Mm. So it's, it's got seven or eight years worth of gifts from mom and dad in it. And th- this box he gets right after he was hired as a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's there's something about the fact that Augusta waited. Up to this point, I think given, and I don't know how soon after the the final battle he was, everything went back to normal. What's that? He said he was 23, so. Okay, I'm right. So I'm I'm just wondering what is it that finally made her able to give it to him, huh? 
to give up the rest of it? What 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 was it that gave her the closure that she needed in order to do that? I don't know. Just curious because, like I said, it said it, it says at the end of the story that it was sort of her her way of grieving also and handling the grief. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm wondering what what finally happened that she was able to say, okay, he now needs or deserves all of it. Yeah, I don't know. And it could just be that she thought, okay, he's got his first, well, it's not his first job because it says that he was working before, but he's, you know, going back to Hogwarts. Man, I'm glad I'm back. And, and stuff, so maybe he's ready for it now. He's more settled now, or mm-hmm. maybe no, no, no. more like a, a permanent kind of position. Or maybe she showed up every Christmas and thought about it and just never did it and this time because she could tell that he had company she figured he was ready I don't know hmm. or she was just so in shock that he had company she just dropped it unceremoniously unceremoniously dropped ran, it yeah, yeah. yeah it just ran out, out almost like one of the like okay someone please do an obliviate charm on my head because I just saw my grandson getting it on with some girl. Well, hopefully it was just heard and not saw, but yeah. Either or, I still want to be obliviated. <laughs> well, if, if the bedroom door was open, the likelihood that it was a little more than heard is higher than than one would like, I would think. Mm-hmm. Then, and well, also- I'm, sure they ha- I'm sure they had to sleep at some point. Hello? <laughs> well, we hope. <laughs> Augustus is old too. She probably didn't have to. She probably came in a little bit earlier. Okay. Possibly, possibly thought she was seeing things and left. There you go. You know what? Yeah, she could just pack it up to Sinelli. Yeah, I can't. She never showed up. She just apparated the box in. Yeah. She vanished the box to a very specific place, right in front of the tree. Yes. Which is good, because had it ended up in his room, it might have caused some problems. Oh! Oh, wow. I'm, wonder- I'm wondering if there's a draft of the story somewhere out there where that actually happened. We'll have to ask her. You know what? That would be kind of funny. Augustus point of view. <laughs> yeah. Well, also in this box where poor Augustus left in front of the tree was a note. That said, you were right. I wanted you to have these things. Don't you ever forget your father was my boy like you were. And you deserve to have everything he would have wanted you to receive. <laughs> and that makes Hannah cry. Yeah. And it makes her cry every time. Aww. So, and it, Hannah says that it was a courageous thing for Augusta to do. And she must have felt that you beco- you were becoming a man and being more at peace with all of this. And so she just instinctively knew that you were ready to get the box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was a man. All right. Boom, shabba-lubba-lubba. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it there. <laughs> Back there, you mean? Yeah, I'm sorry. Patricia. So, so, and Neville says, you know, I, this might be silly, but I think that we live to leave traces around for other people to find out about us. And that's basically what his grand's been doing for him for all these years, is giving him traces of his parents so that he can learn about them. Yeah. Okay. And then we have Fast Forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that took me, this took me a couple of seconds to realize what the heck was Abigail going on. goes... Abigail mm-hmm. is now starting to get presents from Grandmother Alice and Grandfather 
Frank. Mm-hmm. So they're passing the passing the memories on. Right. Mm-hmm. And she, it's really cute because my text reader read this, uh-huh. and because and it spelled she, everything out. Well, no, but it, <laughs> it did read it really choppy, like an eight-year-old. Although eight-year-olds should be reading a little bit better than this, but you know, it's kind of like almost sounded out, like she probably did, because it says she followed the scribbled words with her index finger, underlining syllable after syllable as she mouthed them in silence. And so it's Happy Christmas to Abby Gail from Granny. Alice and Grandpa Frank. <laughs> basically mm-hmm. how it read it. Very <laughs> sing song. Yeah, and uh, she was just tickled. I, I forgot how my text reader did it, and I just read it yesterday. I should remember. This is the first time I then? didn't use it. I have slept. Well, maybe I'm not sure. <laughs> I haven't used my text reader. Mm-hmm. So, and then when her brother came along, Finn came along, he would get things too. And then? And. Fast forward. Are we going to fast forward one more time? We fast again. forwarded again? I think so. Yes, we do. Many, because... many years flew, years flew, love was shared or something. Boom, shabba, lubba, lubba. Christine Christmas is by. Love came and time flew. Oh, okay. It's actually. Apparently, uh, Abigail is no longer Abigail Longbottom, but apparently, Abigail Potter. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. I don't know. The intermixing of the breed. Yeah, well, you know. I think it's great that Neville's family's mixing with the Potters. Yeah. Appropriate. I can see that. And so Alvis has come home and he's found her rummaging through things trying to figure out what she's willing to part with so that she can give their child mm. one of the gifts. And and it's really, this is really kind of a hard thing, you know, to try to figure out what it is that she's ready to part with. And then she makes her think about Augusta and how hard it must have been for her to give up some of these things as well. Right. And what she decides mm. on is a book that didn't belong to Frank, but that belong to his mother. So they've included Augusta into this tradition even more now by giving things that she wants owned. And I think mm. that was really cool too. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I like how, how the, the tradition evolved and how it sort of sustains I mean I'm sure that there are many many other traditions and, and, and you know rituals that sustain this family but I get the sense that this is really one of the mainstays of their yearly cycle. Without without this, you know, passing of the gift, you know, the fa- the, the family dynamic would be very very different. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 interesting how things become so central to to your your life without even realizing it. We had I oh I think about now two. Two weeks ago tomorrow, one of my great uncles passed away kind of suddenly, and it was it was kind of a, a shock. And this was a, the great uncle who sponsored us coming to the states in 1980. And so we we had um, you know we would always go to their house for holidays for Rosh Hashanah for for Passover etc. And you know growing up. None of us really liked being there, but it, it it just became something that we did. Some years we grumbled about it, and some years we grumbled less, but we went anyway. And when I say we grumbled, I mean my parents too, but it was done anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and as, we, as we're sitting and, and comforting each other in various parts of the world, because, you know, I'm here and, and my sisters are in Connecticut, and, you know, he, was, he died and was buried in Florida, 
and and we have family in in Israel and in Italy and so on. And and as we're we're sort of comforting each other on on Facebook and and through the phone, the the memories that keep coming back are of all those holidays that that we used to go and we used to sit around the table and eat the same food every year and talk about the same things every year and you know, but those things without even realizing it became such a part of the fabric of our of our lives and and now thinking about the fact that well he's gone but we have that now and we won't forget it mm-hmm. you know and it's something that they said at times we we would fight it and at, at times we would fight it less but you know thinking back on it now I'm so glad we have it you know because that and and that was the way that was the way we did that was the part of of the way our family did uh the holidays. did holidays and traditions and and it's it's kind of interesting how that stuff kind of sneaks up on you right yep yeah. well sorry Itai, that you lost no, a loved one thank but, you but good to have those memories because that's really cool absolutely and it's you know life that's life goes on and it's a part of life and you know Mm-hmm. and i'm just I'm just glad we we are able to have that, like I said, you don't realize it, but that stuff kind of sneaks up on you, and you're like, oh, okay, you <laughs> yeah, and those memories are really vivid too and it's it's just nice nice to be able to have that so this is an interesting story, generational, mm-hmm. yeah, excuse me, don't chew on that, <laughs> okay, I had the dog yet today, sorry. Hey, um- <laughs> I just looked sure. over and she was like, nom, nom, nom. That's a box you're chewing on. Stop. <laughs> what, what would you like me to chew on instead? No, I'm not chewing anything. How about a candy bar? Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. It's coming in the title, I promise. You can chew your bunny. Okay. <laughs> you can chew on your bunny. It's okay. So yeah. I liked this story. It had its different parts and there were parts that were really touching and there were parts that were kind of cute and funny and different things like that. And, and just, you know, I can see this happening. I can see what a wonderful gift to get your father's old teddy bear yeah. like that and to find out that he looked all over the house for it and couldn't mm-hmm. find it. And then all of a sudden there it was. But at the same time, you can see him outgrowing that and wanting to be his own person and not be Frank Longbottom's boy all the time. And in the poor Neville whose parents were cursed by the Death Eaters and now they're insane and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you can see him really wanting to be his own person and, and then it going full circle. Yeah. And not only going full circle, but then going beyond the full circle because it's gone on to the next generation. Yeah. So. Right. I, I really like the fact that, you know, this was such a, a short story, but it was able to tell the story so completely and so fully. And it didn't, you know, you didn't need too many words. And, and I think she, you know, with the exception of verb tenses that got mixed up here and there, she really was able to use words effectively and efficiently and and she found the words to really take us into the story and 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 keep us there well and this was the second story that we've read by her that deals with dealing with consequences of what you're thrust into mm-hmm. and because mm-hmm. her the previous story that we've read by her was sepia sepia i wasn't on that one was i Mm-mm. okay i think i remember reading that i can't remember <laughs> Sorry, I just had to remove some very chewed on paper tickets from somebody's jaws. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, um, it was an interesting story. It was uh, 
this is just a one shot we're doing for Christmas here. So mm-hmm. it has to do with family and remembrance and, and remembering generational more than anything, who you are and where you came from and yeah. how the people, how the people who came before you, you know, cared for you. So, mm-hmm. and who you are as a result of the people who came before you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I just, I liked it. I thought it would be a nice one for yeah. the holidays. Trisha, got yeah. any uh, additionals? It wasn't Edgecombe. <laughs> and I, uh, I don't marry I, the Edgecombe family either. Am I missing something here? A very long time ago, <laughs> when we were doing one of the stories, Trisha was convinced that it was Edgecombe that was the bad guy. And it wasn't. Oh. And it wasn't. <laughs> Oh, okay. But for, for, okay. for, for two or three episodes, she kept saying, it's Edgecombe. It's Edgecombe. It's got to be Edgecombe. And it wasn't. <laughs> okay. okay. And Kelly will never let her forget. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> You're right. I won't. And have those episodes been released? Yes. Uh, oh, yes. a long time ago. Thousands of years ago. Yeah, they, okay. were, for, they were a long time yeah. ago. Thousands of years ago. Then I, I, need to, I need to go back and figure out which ones. But, it was okay. uh, creative. Quill stories. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, gotcha. What do you think? Are so bad. What do you think? What do you think? So, is that? Are we good? I I, 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 so. I like the story. T- I like I like the story a lot. I mean, it was it, it was just a nice, sweet story. It wasn't too crazy. The dog thinks we're okay. <laughs> thank you, Lily. Okay, thanks, Lily. <laughs> I'm love. Wow. Thank you, dear. Wait, I have Trish, no idea. Did you have something else to say? Not really. Okay. I mean, I, I, I like the story. I mean, it wasn't my absolute favorite, but it was very sweet. It was very, very poignant. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea what... Marwald. I'm sorry. I keep... Just take out every time I say, I have no idea, I have no idea, I have no idea, because she keeps talking. <laughs> you keep talking at the same time. I know we do. Okay, I'm done. Honestly. I have no idea what story is going to be podcasted next week, because we are doing these out of order. But uh, I hope everybody has a good holiday and stay safe and Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays or whatever you want to celebrate. And, okay, I'm done babbling. Next. I keep forgetting this is a holiday one. So, yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, just be safe. Happy holidays, everyone. Take good care. Yes. Happy holidays. And I hope that we brought a little cheer to your holiday or... That you cried. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. Have a candy bar. Good night. Bye. (laughs) Bye. 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 Whether you love them or they drive you mad, Christmas carols are definitely a part of the holiday season. P.S. did try to include some caroling during our next podcast segment, but... Well, as you'll soon notice, we weren't exactly that organized. Fortunately, in a last-minute burst of cunning creativity, Deathroll and Rasif pulled together the following Puffa Christmas gem. Probably an emerald. Please sit back and enjoy the 12 days of Slytherin Christmas. On the first day of Christmas,
segment of the show we release the hordes i mean welcome back various poofwanians among them the poofo exchange podcasters including me to talk about the season and how the past year have been or at least that's what scott wanted us to do but we didn't <laughs> yeah. do that doesn't exactly in typical work. in typical poofo fashion topics range freely and at length with anything over four people and we keep adding more we do mention the holidays though at least twice maybe six times Basically, the following defies description. You may wish to wear a helmet or at least some sort of fuzzy hat. This is Puffwell. Hold on to your socks. <laughs> Merry fracking Christmas. Welcome to Parfait Weekly. This line is being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you recording or not? We're recording we, now. We need Pamela. 
this call is being recorded. I have a Pamela file somewhere. We can stick it in. Just throw it right in the machine. All right, I'm going to try Jethro again and see if we can somehow get him. If there's anyone else I'm supposed to be calling, just let me know. We should add them to the other chat, but since I don't know where that is... Yeah. I'm, I'm I think I was wrong, and it doesn't actually exist, because we're not all using the same version of Skype. No, we should do... We should all... We should have, like, 47 people in the chat, and then just flip through them, and then, like, we can just hang up on random people to make room. Like, for example, I could accidentally hang up on the call myself, and then no one would be here, but that probably wouldn't... That would be... Well. Yeah, that wouldn't be yeah, very good. Yeah, there, be is there a chat? I need to be in a chat. We need to make a chat. Okay. I have something it should have to drink. just popped up. I just typed something. Someone had Skype noises. <laughs> I was going to say, I hear Skype noises. Skype Hang noises on. Somewhere. I don't think I'm in it, Scott, because, oh, there it is. I yeah, see it. I'm not in any kind of chat. You are, actually. It's just delayed. Apparently, yep. I am in the past. Or now, is something. there anyone that we there know is, is definitely going to be on? Because yep. I'm looking at my list here. Okay. Have- I have something to drink. Okay. It has a whole bunch of different stuff in it. I don't even know. This is like the dregs of the collection. Uh, Ryan, I'm gonna just type to you. Here. You're going to type to me. Okay. That way, you'll have a list. Is there? But it's uh, good. Lists are useful. Let's get Rinna in here and see if she's drunk. I um, invited Rinna, so if she's around, yes. P.S. When there's more than four people on the line, I can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> well, I was moving around a lot, so I'll stop moving. But you were also speaking Dutch. Were you? Were you trying to speak Dutch? I don't know Dutch. Well, then we have a problem. The now. <laughs> then this line is being recorded, but we don't know what you're saying. She was you speaking the language from BSG. Yes, yeah, me. Hang on a second. <laughs> Aaron, <is laughs> Aaron. Am I still speaking Dutch? The doorbell goes nope. up. Nope. Yeah, you sound fantastic. Okay. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Except that was German, actually. That was yeah. German. That's where the word Dutch came things. from, because... English people. Yeah, I know. Here. That's why I said it. Except it's German, yeah. not Dutch. I don't know any words of Dutch, actually. Oh, Itai. We can't forget Itai. This... My God, we'll have to put Itai on top of PS. We'll move Scott over to the corner. We'll slide Jethro's mustache in where Scott used to be. Yeah, wait till you see this list, Ryan. You, you're going to change your mind. <laughs> oh, boy. Jethro's mustache get its own call. Let's hang up on everyone whose name starts with a vowel. <laughs> do I know Aww. half of these people? What? I don't know. <laughs> do you have them on your list? I okay. Oliver's gal. Um, who would Oliver's gal be on my list? Yes, I have Oliver's gal. Uh, yep. Ms. Lupin, sure. who, who was Ms. Lupin. She had multiple scores this for like a year and a half. And, uh, <laughs> Wait, I thought the thing was that she wasn't Ms. Lupin. She was Ms. Lupin because when I read it at first, I thought it was Ms. Lupin. You were and right. Said, no, it's just that Sue keeps confusing so- people. Sue doesn't know how to read, so it worked out as M.S. Lupin in Sue's mind, and that's how it stayed. That's how it was in mine as well, and it's like fragile. That would be fragile, dear. It's one of those. Jack Carr. Fragile. Jack Carr. <laughs> Jack Carr. All right. We are calling Rinna because she starts with an R, basically. And okay. We're going to just randomly add people to the call. Aaron is pouring drinks for everybody. I heard somebody pour drink into he a glass. He could be in the men's room. Let's not, Let's, not time. Let's not draw our attention to it. He could be in the men's room. What are you drinking, Aaron? I'm not drinking anything, actually. I have no drink. So what was the sound? I was stirring my dinner. Oh, that's oh, Kelly's uh, me, okay? Kelly's, Kelly's kitchen. Is your dinner beer? <laughs> Poor Aaron. We blame him for everything. Sue, so you might want to start the podcast. It's usually me. I don't me. think we're going to get any more stable. Hang on. Hang on one second. Down. Please continue the hold. Uh-
<laughs> oh, this sounds like it's going to be good. Oh, Merry Christmas. Hi, everyone. Yay. God bless you, everyone. Rena, welcome. Oh, to yeah, that's what it is. God bless you, everyone. Never mind. Welcome to Perfect I... Weekly. This line is being recorded. I'm so sad that P.S. didn't say Merry Frackin' Christmas. <laughs> I, I did I'm say just... Merry Frackin' Christmas. I'll say you it again. Just say it Dutch. <laughs> P.S. speaks Dutch? Well, she does because she's on an iPhone. Uh, uh, oh, can I just tell you now, I ha- Rene and I haven't talked about this. We haven't talked very much in the last few months ever since the Wasp incident. No relation. Just haven't worked out that way. But, uh, uh-huh. have you been following the head of Microsoft and the news about the Microsoft iSlate or iSlate or their um, iPad killer? Have you followed this? No, actually, I haven't. Rena, are you dying by chance? I, Rena, okay. have you been around a cat? No, the mother-in-law. I haven't, actually. Isn't that crazy? Oh, I haven't. Um, I got tonsillitis a couple of weeks ago. Did you have your tonsils out? And no, I didn't, but I have not been able to talk right ever since. Well, here's the thing. I had my tonsils taken <laughs> out, and I almost died. So if they tell you you have to take your tonsils out, it's been real. Rena. Yes. Aww. I went through an entire month of the month of February. I had laryngitis, tonsillitis, sinusitis, bronchitis, one thing after another. I missed almost the entire month of February at work. Yeesh. Luckily, it's a short month. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Brian. <laughs> and, like, Swear I had bills to, the really big thing was I had to um, cancel all of my clinical work for school because I was supposed to be working in the NICU. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were like, well, let's, let's keep the, let's keep the sick person away from the premature babies. But, poor baby. Mm-hmm. But, but no, back to what you were saying, Ryan. I have not been keeping up with that. The head of um, Microsoft is is a is a um, rotund bald man named unknown. I don't know, really know. Who. I guess you don't mean Bill Gates. No, it's not Bill Gates. He retired and he left. Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer. All right, now Steve Ballmer. Uh, shalom, everybody. Happy Hanukkah. Someone just you know tip their glass. Uh, so Shalom is hello and goodbye. It is good, hello and goodbye, and I'm not leaving. You mean mazel, like aloha. mazel tov, mazel tov, mazel for the Christmas episode. So um, he decided <laughs> we need to destroy the the iPad because they just sold what, 40 million iPads. Does that make sense? 40 million, 20 million, up to yeah, million. Sure. Uh, a lot of a iPads. lot of iPads sold. Millions and millions and millions. Are you talking about the slate that they've had out for like 10 years and they haven't been able to sell? No, they just came out with. They is this like the thing that's the size of a table? No, it's, it, it, it looks like an iPad. It's the size of an iPad. Again. It's roughly the size of an iPad. So he, he's sitting in his office. Steve and his, his balding little head are sitting in his office, and he's like, I must kill the iPad. I know what I'll do. I mustn't sell a better device. We must demoralize them. So he got all of his staff together, had them get in and get dressed up in their Sunday best, and he held a funeral for the iPad. And they had a little iPad casket, and they had a little iPad funeral procession. Are you serious? They buried the, they buried the iPad. They, 
we have destroyed. It doesn't even seem worth it coming out with an alternative well, device now because we've killed it. Are they 12 years old? When did they do this? This was months and months ago. But then someone said you oh, might want to actually. iPad. It was Internet Explorer 6. You might want to release something. So they came out with something called the Isolate 500. Huh. And they're like, yep. this, they put the I in front of it. And it, it, this is going to kill, kill, kill the um kill the the iPad. So they 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 released a bunch of them. They said we we, we made all the ones that we know will sell and, and something unbelievable happened. We the demand is so huge. We we have had double the demand that we ever anticipated. We have had to make double the amount. This is an unprecedented success. They made two, didn't they? They now the iPad at this point has made Forty has sold forty million iPads. Forty million iPads have sold, and these guys killed the iPad. Like it's buried on their front lawn, and they and the, the double the amount that even they thought they would sell. They built five thousand, but at least nine thousand people wanted one. And as far as we know, at least eighty percent of them have have subsequently returned to the product. So they've sold at least 50 of them to satisfy customers. So, and that just makes me so unbelievably happy. And, and Steve, if you're listening out there, uh, try some Rogaine and Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, wow. I'm so sure that the... And that was Ryan's Christmas story. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. He's probably looking, he's probably sitting in his office at Microsoft going like, there's like 200 people who still like us. That's roughly the number of like rabid listeners Parfic Weekly has. I like the underdog <laughs> because I am the underdog. Even like, or like he's searching for any mention of Isolate and he comes upon this. Because it's probably the only thing that talks about I it. I even tried to, like I was bored the other day. I tried to find one. I'm like, you know what? Let's pretend I have, you know, a thousand dollars and want to buy an isolate. Let's see if I can find one. You can't even find it on Amazon.com. It's awesome. Um, I think they called it just the slate. They didn't the I in front of it. Maybe that was. The I was going to say, isn't the I like trademarked by Apple? Yes. Well, yeah, I think it I is. honestly think Steve Bomber at this point would try and sell every device he has with a giant like Apple shaped pear on the back of it and just hope people get confused on their way to the Apple well, store. I think, I think the, the letter I, the small letter I has been trade, yeah. he like, trademarked the letter I. You can't trademark a letter, but he's you, very you powerful. You can, you can trademark letters. That's what the Motion Picture Association did. No, the, that's true. They trademarked NC-17. You can't. Is that why I'm rating my fix adult and stuff like that? Yes. Instead of NC-17. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise you would be told to remove it from the internet. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What, what, what? Sesame Street has been sponsored by many letters over the years. <laughs> well, Sesame Street isn't doing NC-17, I don't think. But you're telling me, like, the letter not. R is taken? Can I still get that? Like, if I get that, can I sue Big Bird? Like, how does so, are you Yan? You're Yan now, Ryan. Because the letter R has been trademarked. You've become Yan. The, the problem was that when the Motion Picture Association came out with the rating for X, yeah. it, they didn't trademark it. And so it became triple X. The porn people stole it. Yes, the porn oh. people. So mm. when they decided to put out. Those wacky porn people. When they put out <laughs> PG 13 and NC 17, 
They trademarked them. All right, this might be a stupid question. Have all of the letters been trademarked already? No. So I can still get R. Yes, you I can. I think it's the combination that yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's NC-17 and PG-13. It's not G-R. Oh, well, R might be you taken. Know. R might be taken restricted. But, like, if I want the letter N. No, it's not. It's the letter R. You can't. I can't. It, the restricted on is a symbol. It's a, the R with a symbol. Yeah. It's, it's how you use the letter. You can't. Yeah. It's just like with Apple. Apple has trademark the small letter I in front of a capital letter definition Anything. of something. a word. You know, yeah. I. I'm sure if we came up with something that was like the I. Um, yeah, I can invent box. a new the computer mouse and call they it the iMouse. Like if we because, started creating yeah. an item called the iBox, well, that right. would be small i, big V, O, X, we would the, get sued. When they wanted to name the Apple TV um, iTV, that's actually a network. That's yeah, yeah. The network and they couldn't do it. Yeah, literally shot themselves. Mm-hmm. Although I own um, a product by a company known as Elgato, and it's called the iTV, but they spelled it E-Y-E-T-V. Yeah, and 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 even it, though Apple has the the trademark for that, you can get exceptions to it. Because if it's something that obviously Apple is not going to ever use, like iBookshelf, you know, they're not going to use the 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 furniture IKEA. <laughs> right. I want. I want I tampon because I think I can keep No. <laughs> to go with iPad. The Max iPad. Wait, Max iPad. Is there something iPad. you need can to still get that? <laughs> Oh my god. You've missed us. Oh. Right. I, is there I, something you need to confess to all of us? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> oh boy. Why would you want iTampon? Because uh, I want to compete with the iPad directly. If, if <laughs> who's an idiot can sell 5,000, I can sell at least six. No, he sold nine. I'm so, well, his mother-in-law bought a few, so that boosted the sales <laughs> substantially. Well, know what he did? Now he's doing the you-mustn't-have-heard-me thing, and he's re-releasing it. It's like <laughs> Star Wars. He's like, the, the slate is back. I'm like, the what? So... So we had the guy who founded Facebook was named Person of the Year. Yep. This morning. Oh yeah. And Steve Jobs got an honorable mention. That had to hurt. You know who came in second? Was it me? No, like the, the WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks guy. guy. I thought he was going to win. To be honest, he's been Person of the last two weeks. <laughs> well, he, he won um, the write-in. Like there was the mm-hmm. official he's like Person Lisa of the Murkowski. Year competition. He was and the online winner, yeah. He's the online winner, but I don't... It's I don't not like the voting of the readers of Time Magazine, is it? I thought it was just picked by the editors. That was the, That's the Facebook guy was picked by the editors, but they had an online vote this year as well, and Julian Assange won that one. Is this like the Emmys? Remember how they used to always have the series that won the Emmys that was never the best show? It was always with these like four idiots that no one ever met. It's a different system. Um, I'm not really sure how they come up with the person of the year. I mean, obviously the Facebook guy, I, I, I doubt you could argue that any one person not directly related to say the government or like major research institutions has had more of an impact on our daily lives than the Facebook guy. But 
whose name we don't even have Facebook. I think it also has to do with what they can do an interesting article about. Because remember the year it was you? Yeah. The person of the year was you. That was the most recorded year ever. And the magazine had a mirror on the front. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and also they just, um, there was the, he's the youngest of the billionaires that did recently announced they're going to give all their money away. That's true. But that had to kill Steve Jobs. Steve jo- Jobs had Zunderberg, whatever the hell's name is, over for dinner one night because he wanted to, co- to collaborate on their, that stupid ping thing they have at iTunes. And that, he's like, that had to kill him. This is Steve Jobs who, like, owns the world, and he has, like, a 22-year-old kid at his dinner table who is okay. at the end of the year. Do you really think Steve Jobs cares at this point? <laughs> No, I think he does. The man has more money than God. No, I, I think mean, he does, though. It's not think, like he needs do you really to, need I, to be person of the year? Like, I, th- I think he just wants to Is that really that important I just on the list he of things to, to do? I think he just wants to be, you know, Steve Bomber, of, currently of, of Microsoft. By the time this comes out, maybe not. But <laughs> I'm just making this more against Steve Bomber. I'm sorry. Okay. I have... Um, okay, so has anybody here read any of the Mark, Doug, Mark Does Stuff sites? No. No. Okay. Mark does. Mark does stuff. It's this guy. Um, I put something on the forums in the Hunger Games thread. Oh, today. You know, the, the, I read that. I didn't yeah. go look at the link. So, um, because there's I just finished this guy, um, named Marco Chiro, and he is um, a blogger for BuzzNet, and he gained some notoriety because he decided he was going to read Harry Potter and Twilight and other things, and he reads them like one chapter at a time, and posts reviews about them. And he's actually Mm -hmm. going back now. And on top of doing the Hunger Games, um, he is rereading Harry Potter. He's also watching Firefly, and he's about to start watching Doctor Who. Oh my God, he's taking our gig, that idiot! Seriously, he's (laughs) like following us. (laughs) But I was supposed to guest on another episode of Made a Fail when Harry Potter came out, and I ended up not being able to do it. But he was supposed to be one of the guests on it as well, and um. It's real, like his stuff is so funny. He wrote about reading Twilight, and of course, I loved it because he just went over and over and over how much of a sucky book it was, and just it was hilarious to read. But um, he his Harry Potter ones are really fascinating, and it's funny now, especially when you go into it from a perspective of someone who's been in the fandom and you know has read it a long time ago. You get it's like. You know, you get to sit there and watch them discover everything and make all these crazy crackpot theories about what's going to happen next. And you're like, oh, if you'd only been around when people were doing that in fan fiction. Well, I love listening <laughs> to like the point of the Google exchange. Well, I love listening yeah, to all exactly. of the, um, like the, the talking heads on the radio and, and TV and everything when the when Deathly Hallows, the movie came out. Because they've never read a Harry Potter book or they've never seen, or they've only seen the movies or whatever. And they're all like, is this the one where Harry and Hermione finally get together? I'm like, oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> and Death, no. Death Roll sends me a, a message. You know, Marjorie Egan of 96.9 is a harmonium. I'm like, I'm listening in real time. Like, oh, <laughs> Before we grab someone else here, I'm driving home tonight, and there's an idiot driving in front of me. He's, he's slamming on his brakes, and he's swerving. And I'm like, this guy is an absolute moron. I, I, I must kill this driver. I, I can't stand this person. And then I look as I'm about to hit his car. He has a Harry for President bumper sticker. <laughs> I almost <laughs> killed one of us. <laughs> Oh, no. Maybe he's listening oh, now. <laughs> Thank you, Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so Hi, Harry for President Guy. 
I'm sorry. The guy in the Toyota Society. All right. I, other people want to get in here. So are we going to Yeah, we and... need to start this and then, because I'm going to need to go and. We haven't, we haven't started. I'm going to have to go at some point, too. What has this so, been? What has this there been? Were, I thought we were. Well, there was no actual start. Half of this is going to get moved somewhere Ryan else in the podcast. sort of said, welcome to Potterfic Weekly. So I guess technically. Well, I don't work here anymore. <laughs> what how author are you authorized to say welcome to Potter Vic Weekly? Did really he don't. say and first? He I, didn't, I don't think. I well, that's, that's it's like not legally that. binding if he doesn't say and. I always wonder what the first half of that sentence was supposed to be anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back to Potter Vic Weekly. Take out the trash and welcome back to Potter Vic Weekly. Brenda, you were there, do you remember? <laughs> I, no, I think it was Kim shut up and welcome back to Perfect. Yeah, well, no, it was, It was. I guess we're just going to go ahead and do this and welcome back. <laughs> I am still amused by the fact I tried to get her into the last episode. And just well, the question is, on the first episode, did you say welcome back? I don't think no. he Rinna said did, welcome Rinna the first time. I Rinna was the one who started Rinna it. introduced the first one. I just listened to it. Rinna I listened to the first three. I kept screwing it up and Rinna finally did it. I think he was too afraid to talk in the first episode because, you know, he didn't want the sound quality to go down. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Exactly. And life has changed. <laughs> yes. I still enjoy the time Renna and I tried to sneak in additional material in the middle of the night. <laughs> no one will know this is recorded. <laughs> you know what, Ryan? I know that's happened and I still can't find that spot. Well, the I just re-listened to it and I went, I well, missed it no, again. I think it's the third it's the second or third episode. In the beginning, we used to literally, we would get tired, but we need to get this chapter in episode three. It's in the schedule. So we would come back and we would record again and then add them together. So there's actually episodes, like in the middle of a sentence, we switch to a different night. And you can't tell other than like one person is now gone or whatever, but it's pretty, I'm like, it must be seamless. Well, and the one, well, the, Ryan, one I, was, the one that he's talking about specifically is one where... Um, we did, we were recording it at like seriously two o'clock in the morning and I had to sit out in the living room, um, because at the time we had, um, we had a two bedroom apartment and my computer was in the second bedroom and we were renting the bedroom to somebody and that they were home and asleep. So I couldn't use the computer in the bedroom. So I'm having to sit out in the living room and trying to be quiet so I don't wake anybody up. So we were literally whispering. And you're like, Ginny's color choices in, <laughs> in chapter four. Discuss. Yeah. So we whispered the whole time. And then we edited it in. And <laughs> you can't tell. That, you can't. So, so you're not listening carefully enough. You can tell. <laughs> if you were there, you know what happened. You know what happened. But, right. Yeah. Well, and then, of but, course, and, we had Chi standing on the table. I felt so bad for that one. Yeah, it was Rena, I think, was fine. Chi was standing on the table, and Jen was driving, so her head's out the window of the car the whole time. And she literally stopped to pee at one point, and we lost the entire thing. It, it, it was a loss for all of it. It's like the fifth season of Spellcast. It's just... It's a loss for all. It's gone. It's so sad. Yeah, it, is. it is. Very sad. I just remember the night. You lost the one with me on Vicodin. Hold on. Wasn't I in one? With did Vicodin? I, no, did I do a podcast? Yeah, yes. there was a joint yes. podcast. No, there was another one. No, it? but you did another one. Yeah, because yes, we gave them one. points. Yes. Yes, we did do another one. Wasn't I on... Um, Wayne, if you're listening, you'll know the answer to this. Wasn't I on someone else's podcast? 
for um the Quidditch bitch people. No, no, you were no. no, you were on Ben Fiction's podcast. How did that go? <laughs> it went very <laughs> well because it's Christmas time. <laughs> it is. Yes. But then again, this is Puffless, so it's we puffless. say stuff like this. All right, we gotta get Jethro in here because Jethro was promised a slot, and he just edited six episodes. Um, let's just see if we can fit people in. <laughs> yeah. The question we were going to ask you guys is: How have you spent the past year not being on Puffwa? I spent it on the Puffwa exchange. You've done the exchange, obviously. <laughs> we work in well, how is that good? I haven't. Good evening. Hey, we have a death roll. Exchange have not covered anything that I have even been remotely interested in yet. So. You lie. You said you didn't <laughs> have time to listen or read. <laughs> well, that too. I mean, honestly, with the stuff I, you know, I live um, 45 minutes away from where I go to school. And then we have to do all these clinicals at these hospitals. And the closest hospital that I have to work at is an hour and a half away. And we work 12-hour shifts. So I have to leave my house at like 4 o'clock in the morning, go work a 12-hour shift, drive two hours home, you know, four days a week. So yeah. that is not a lie. I really don't have a lot of time, but it didn't help that I really was not interested in anything that you guys were talking about. Uh, either the book or the show. So far, we've done two things. No, we've done The Walking <laughs> Dead, too. I want this to be clear. We've started doing The Walking Dead on AMC, and then right after we started covering it, Gen 2 got this weird disease, and it made me well, uncomfortable. No, it made me uncomfortable. If she started shuffling, I was going to have to call somebody. Like, that was weird. <laughs> oh, you think Gen 2 is a zombie? I think Gen 2 is, in fact, a zombie. Oh. It's a zombie with whooping cough. That's even better. No, she, she does she have whooping cough. She, she has real disease. Off. She has pertussis? Are you serious? Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, we thought, I thought they wiped that out back in the 19th century, and I was going to say, so did I. Sure. Oh, no, no, no. It's it's still fairly common, um, especially now because there have been so many people that mistakenly believe that vaccines cause autism so they don't vaccinate their children and there have right. been outbreaks of pertussis and measles uh, and yep. all kinds of crap all over the country. Where I live, we have a college. Um, it's Concordia Principia and in Illinois and they do not, they're Christian scientists. They don't vaccinate yeah. for anything. And so mm -hmm. when there's any measles or any chicken pox or anything, they have to they have to quarantine the school. Yeah. And and it's like, yeah, okay, you know, Principia's quarantined again. Oh, geez. Now what? You know, what is it this time? So, but, Brenna, do you enjoy zombies? I think that's that's the central like, question here. Do I enjoy zombies themselves or do I enjoy the zombie genre? Do you right. en would you enjoy zombies? <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> enjoys zombies. <laughs> would you like salt and pepper with your zombie? Exactly. <laughs> zombie free. Because I said this, I hate zombies. And Gen 2 comes to me and says, Ryan, Ryan, I watched Battlestar Galactica for you. I'm like, that is true. I do owe you a life debt because that was like the worm tail thing. And she's like, you must watch The Walking Dead on AMC. And I said, I would rather die. And she put me in like a chokehold. I'm like, fine, I'll watch it. And I got 10 minutes in. Oh my God, I love it. And it's zombies, which I wasn't expecting. It's very good. Show. Did you yeah, ever I repay did. that life debt to me, Ryan? What was the life debt to you? I watched Battlestar Galactica. But you liked it. So you <laughs> that doesn't count. You're like, you don't owe me anything because I liked it. No. no I remember. Seriously, Ryan, I meant to talk to you about this like months ago, but then I oh. never could catch you online. Hi. Okay. <laughs> I 
Like, seriously, I've seen every episode of Caprica. And I was going to yeah. tell you that I, I literally watched Shut them up. the Shut day. Right. Like, Run it, don't talk about the last five. No, no, no. <laughs> what I was going to say was, all, I watched them all over like the course of a weekend and literally they canceled it the next day. <laughs> and so I was like, I think this is my fault. Well, here, no, here, here was the thing. <laughs> If if you if you were around in the '60s, you remember where you were when JFK was was assassinated. You remember where you were when Reagan was shot. You remember where you were on 9/11. You remember you, where you were when Anna Nicole Smith died. There's 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 things in life that are like staples. You know what I mean? Yeah, and my boss was very attached to Anna Nicole Smith, and he used that line. I'll always remember where I was when. Now, P.S. Do you remember where you were when Caprica was canceled? Fuck yeah. Yeah. P.S. I mean, back, yes. P.S. still has not recovered from the loss of Kevin. No. I was deep. pissed, man. I was so mad. I was like, okay, I finally started watching this stupid show. Wait, did and you watch Battlestar Galactica? Did you watch that? I, I'm i on season three. Do you find that you... <gasps> Rena, I didn't know that. Spill. Rena, do, I, Rena would you like a friend? Quiet. Calm down. <laughs> I had a did friend. Did spoil you for anything? No, I don't think it did. No, not really. No, no. Not that I can see anyway, but. No. So, what do you think? So, now, where are you in season three? We'll be back yeah. with you in a moment. <laughs> I am. Hang on, let me think. This is what happens when you let the. I, I think we're halfway through. You're halfway so, what's okay. halfway mean? Like, here, bro? She, she won't know the episode titles yet. She's not as hardcore as we are. But you're enjoying <laughs> it so far? Yeah, I really like it. Who's your favorite I character? Because really? um, your favorite character? Uh, Zoff, I have no idea what is saying. It's Dutch, but she's... Is it Saul? Is it Saul? Is it Saul? I like Saul a lot. <laughs> yeah! I, I can't say I completely agree with your shipping preferences on it, but Few I like it. <laughs> Few people ever do. Well, P.S. P- P- for the wonderful Saul Bill crime story, which which I love very much. And my only thing is, do they have to have so much sex? <laughs> they did not have a lot of sex. They had like sex three times. That was too much, but whatever. <laughs> On the subject of watching that universe for the first time, I am showing Catherine Caprica before I have shown her Battlestar Galactica. That is a very interesting way to do it. I was always one. You know that That's actually, what my dad did. No, because I was Part trying. Way through. I was trying to explain um, Battlestar Galactica to Scarlet. She's gonna watch it soon, but like. Everyone in their brother, there's like four people in the world that don't know the plot line to Battlestar Galactica, like the, like the opening credits of the original show, like the, you know, the, the thing. And she didn't know anything. So I didn't want to spoil the surprise because, you know, so few people have that. So I basically <laughs> described Caprica to her and then said, yeah, and then 40 years later, something else happens and that's where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have Catherine here. Let's pull her into the call and we can ask her what she thinks of Caprica. We have so many people on the line. Is it possible you guys could like sit very, could you like spoon? Can you spoon? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I, I kind of need to go, so I'll I'll just I'll just go. Aaron, do you have a Christmas story or anything that you'd like to share before you leave? Because you know this story. is the Christmas episode and or you are quite jolly. holiday wishes. I've always found you very jolly. Anything like that? <laughs> you using the up to I him jolly. Yes, he, he called me fat. It's okay. It's I all right. I can jolly. take it. What, what I know. I know. Who's the fat jolly that's it's okay. not fat? It's okay. <laughs> it's a euphemism. Anyhow, it can happen. Can we do chipper? Let's do chipper. It's not okay. 
If I had to move out all the furniture and add amps and repaint the walls and get a new tux and pay for swans, then I'd like the chipper chicken. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't really have a Christmas story so much as just um, one of my um, awesome things I like to do around Christmas is I, I love the Charlie Brown Christmas the special. to the music from that all the time in my car, like basically nonstop from right now until Christmas. Well, today I was on my way home and it, I'm very, very mellow when I do this. I'm just very relaxed. Mm-hmm. Drive. I, sometimes I'll yell at other drivers if they're being assholes. Do you but, have a Harry for President bumper sticker by any chance? No, that'd be <laughs> awesome, right? Harry Potter fans. <laughs> I have a, I have a, I have a um, McCain, uh, no, what was it? Uh, uh, McCain. Hey, Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> McCain Voldemort. <laughs> I don't know. It was, uh, it was uh, uh, Obama Voldemort, wasn't it? Yes. No. Yes. I only. Yes. I, I've seen. I've seen the Palin Voldemort ones. That's that. I have a, actually have one of those. But uh, the the joke was that it was. No, my anyway. joke was if no, it was my joke if um is if if he picked Mitt Romney yeah, for his running mate. Yeah, if he picked mate. Mitt Romney, I would vote. Um, Obama, uh, Voldemort, Obama Voldemort, and I would, and I would yeah. support the Death to My Blood platform. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so I'm, I'm normally very relaxed guy when I'm listening to this. Well, somebody called me and I turned off the music for a few minutes and like it was almost like a switch had been thrown and suddenly I was angry at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you were evil, Aaron. It was it was it was weird. Anyway, that was that was just today early. But actually. is that like the switch that flipped and then the next part of my life began? No, not not quite that awesome. <laughs> but speak, speaking of that, by the way, PS, I actually have that saved in my phone as PS Revelation Day. <laughs> Um, and, and so every year on whatever day that is, September 13th, 13th or whatever it is, 13th. I have it. The well, alarm goes off. She always struggles to say 13th. She's like, on Friday, September 13th. <laughs> I don't even remember the date. And oh, I should remember the date that I became a cell fan. Needs to leave it in there. So I, guess, okay. I guess the point of my story is that I love Charlie Brown Christmas. Do you find yourself walking around going? I do. You're that guy. I do that too. Cue the turnaround music. Which version? Whatever you want. (laughs) Surprise me. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you never come around. All right. Well, good night, everybody. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Have good a night, Aaron. Good night, Aaron. Thank you. Good night, Aaron. Merry Christmas. Always be jolly. And Aaron, I met Thanks. Chipper. And may I just say, Aaron, without your keyboard, the Puffo Exchange would have lasted six episodes and been canceled for lack of. Content. So, mm-hmm. so say we all. Thank you. Say we all. Says thank you. <laughs> so, all right. Say we Peace all. Out.
Very good. Okay, Ryan, we need to name your keyboard, too, because yours shows up in a couple of episodes. All right, now, I just have to say this. Do you remember in the beginning when I edited every puffle? I edited, like, every single one, and I was getting burned out, and I was losing weight, so I held a staff meeting, and I'm like, guys, you thinking I, the point of the meeting was I need help, you know, we're, I'm doing too much. And, they, and everyone was very nice to me and they were very understanding and they adjusted the schedule. So I would have more time to edit all the episodes by myself. Yes. <laughs> that was basically how things worked out. Now, since the Puffo Exchange started, I've done, I think one so far, I'm working on, I think I've had three of 15, let's say, and PS taking the couple and so forth. Death Roll has done like the back 10. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll text me at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, need more clips. Oh, <laughs> oh, come on! I, I at least try and keep it in the daylight hours. Keep it in the day, so without... Tell me he doesn't make that sound when he does it. Oh no! He does. Oh, oh. Hostage situation. Hostage situation. <laughs> <laughs> without... You sound like uh uh Amelia uh crap narn a narn the narn. Can I just point out the Your fact car? that I'm covering? Babylon 5 for like 12 episodes now, and she actually went, uh, 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 the Narn. <laughs> Sorry, I'm slightly, I only watched slightly the beginning and I even Ryan, know that. P.S. P.S. Yes. P.S. P.S. Alright, now um, here's what I think we should do. My- I, I, shalom. Um, what I think we should do is I think we should have Death Roll and Catherine Spoon because it's Christmas. And that will clear up a slot, and we can get someone else in here. Who's on our waiting list? Wait a um, minute. Who's Catherine? Just... Catherine is Mrs. Deathroll. <laughs> now, Rina, I know you were thinking of leaving the hubby and going for the slot yourself, but she beat you. Well, damn. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know who anybody is anymore. Come on. Well, look, you gotta help me out. Well, if you in the final episode of Bofo, it's like the people who have been there for 50 episodes. Are you the are you the one who looks like Jesus? <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Are you the one who looks like Jesus? Just God. That would have been me oh. at the time. <laughs> yeah, that was Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yes, was drunk at the time and missed the whole thing. Don't worry, Rena. Most of us haven't met Catherine either. She's just been on the exchange part. So. Okay. <clears throat> Well, I'm sorry. I sorted I her, so I know who she is. But, well, I, re- I yeah. really love the um, like the death roll Rinna dynamic because in the first episode they did together, like there's a line at the end where Rinna's like, "I think I'm going to detest this man. Everything he says, I want to murder." <laughs> and I was going to cut it, but I knew in the next episode, every time death roll said something, Rinna's like, "I completely agree." <laughs> it was such a good contrast. <laughs> I had to Rinna, leave it. Didn't Rinna say that death roll and I weren't getting married because we hated each other, or something? No, when I mean, were we supposed to get married? Oh, God, it's the forgotten plot points of season four. <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> Pretty sure it was in the last plot or something. Because it was when oh, she goodness. was drunk. P.S. loves to point out when someone else on Puffer was drunk. Sue, yeah. give me a name. Ryan, where did uh, you come from? Where did this come from? All right, Cat. Cat. Cat is because she's getting incoherent and she's. Oh, good. Let's yeah. get her in here. Um, now, for, <laughs> for, is ready whenever you're ready. All right, let's add Cat. Now, Sue, because Rena doesn't know who anyone is, perhaps as we call them, you could give like a one line biography to Clue and Rena as to who we're speaking to. Okay. Rena, you talked to Cat on the uh, season finale. Hold on. So she's God. also Lassie Lupin. She okay, likes um, Battlestar Galactica, and she ships Bill Saul. She told me so. Okay, there's two of them now. Um, yes, I do. 
What is happening? It sounds like we're at the ocean. What was that? Cats hold up the conch shell. Cats laughing. This is not good. Oh, good God. All right. Let's see if we can get one to sit Isn't it true, Cat? Isn't it true? Yeah. All right, hold on. We're going for the Jew. Come on, Ichai. Hold it together. Okay. I'm going to go so you guys can have this space. Oh, you have Kool-Aid, too? I will be back. I have a story about this because I I have Kool Aid, but I can't consume it because I'm currently. I finished my Kool Aid. Get more PS. Hold on a second. Yes, it's because of the mystery illness. I'm not allowed to have Kool Aid right now. We're not asking. Oh no! It's possible that you got it from Gen (laughs) Two. I do not have. Sue, ping me when you're back. All right. I will. Jethro, and I'll try. I'll be hurry. Hurry back, please. Hurry back. Uh, Jethro, are you spooning Mrs. Jethro? Hurry back. No, no, we're not doing that. Well, that's unfortunate. It's the holiday season. Rena, Mrs. Jethro snorts. Interesting character trait. I love it. Okay. Wait, what's my interesting character trait? Hang on, I'll be right back, guys. Hold on. He's just getting the phone. Kelly, how's dinner? Come in, Kelly. Wait, I think Etai lives in a in the PBS telethon, because that definitely sounds like one of those phones. He's, he's trying to sell he them. lives in the PBS telethon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he works there. It's going on right now. He Maybe he lives. I don't know. He's like, oh, my God, I mean, like, what? I, 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 I'm so confused. This is very Merry Christmas, everybody. Christmas episode. Everyone's confused. We love Julia singing in here. Is that Catherine? Oh my god. Should we just have a second snore? We do. This is like the Kennedy assassination. This is like the Kennedy assassination. Ryan just called me by an improper name. I did. Yes. My name's not Catherine. No, we're not talking about you. No, there's also a cat. There's actually another cat on the line who snores. No, she's not on the line. Where is she? She's in the shower. Are you in the shower? No, I am not in the shower. Because we haven't done that yet on the podcast. I'm just saying ratings. I think that's where the ocean noises came from. <laughs> Death, I'm just saying it is sweeps. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> actually ate <Hello>. thermometer. <laughs> wow. Hi, Itai. Welcome. Okay. So, sorry about that. Oh, don't worry. Hey, you didn't miss anything at all. <laughs> okay. The, so wi- the wife is shopping and needed to ask a question. Street? All right, Itai, have you ever met Rena? I can't recall. Uh, met her, no, but I've, I've heard her. familiar with her work. Yes, very much so. <laughs> no, that was Hi. really good. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Do you live on Sesame Street? Uh, <laughs> not as far as I know, but I okay. don't know much. Yeah. <laughs> are you no, saying they, he they sounds said... like a Muppet, Rena? Is that a nice no. way of saying you, you think sound like sounds like a Muppet? No, sure. You were the one who said. <laughs> right, I did not. I'm really yes. Do. You said he lives on PBS. Your phone so sounds I like a PBS telethon phone. And we- <laughs> oh, oh, that. Now, I was I say, the you. other night, now, now we love PS. PS is precocious. She's frequently inebriated. She ships every male character in any fandom on this wave of existence. PS 
does, to some degree, and I mean this lovingly, have a slight auditory uh, similarity to Fran Drescher in The Nanny. I do not think so. I do not I don't follow think so. your line of thinking, that, now, now, people Brian. here, I'm sure, are a little nervous to tell P.S. out loud that she has some resemblance, you know, auditory-wise to Fran Drescher from The Nanny. So I'm going to ask those of you who agree with me to um, send me a text message now. On, uh, over Skype. Text me or send a Skype message to me and let me know if you think that P.S. sounds <laughs> like Fran Drescher uh, from The Nanny, if at all possible. Let's do that now. I'm waiting. For the, for the record, I don't hear that at all, but okay. Thank you, Eastside. I just got 22 simultaneous much. messages, which is odd because there's 10 people on the line, but apparently <laughs> uh, everyone... Oh, shut up, Jethro. That I, that I, that I am correct. <laughs> and uh, it was funny because last night... Um, I didn't think he was even still here. Why didn't you yell at him? He was in the shower. He couldn't hear. He, he's in the uh, shower with uh, Mrs. Water in his ears. The he's uh, in the shower with Mrs. Deathrill and the mustache, <laughs> and they're uh, attempting to boost our uh, sweeps ratings. <laughs> so we can get uh, picked up to do anime later in the season. That's dirty. <laughs> It's happened before. I don't know. P.S. The, the, and it's happened again. The reason... P.S. <laughs> made a comment to me last yes. night about... I don't remember what we were talking about, but she's like, I find that person's voice very grating. I was like... Matt Smith's voice drives completely bananas. I like Matt Smith, but then... <laughs> I, I actually enjoy Matt Smith as well. I just like the, the one Who's episode... Uh, the 11th Doctor on Doctor Oh, well, the let's just one. get back into something else I don't give a <laughs> shit about. We could go back to Salt High if you would prefer that, or not. She's trying not That's to talk like Fran said. Drescher. Is okay. anyone else picking up on that? No. She's yes, yes, I am. I would know. I was trying to enunciate for Rena's benefit since she couldn't hear what I said the first time. You just said because first. <laughs> what enunciating <laughs> yes, is. She's enunciating. It's primarily because... People are talking on top of each other. No, That's it's because problem. it's because I I compared her to Fran Drescher. Okay, established that the world does not Never did that. revolve around you. It doesn't revolve around me. <laughs> no, it's Christmas. Let me just. Look. Who made the Fran Drescher noise? Who made the Fran Drescher? I did. Noise? Kelly. Oh boy. Oh, Miss <laughs> Kelly. So, so Kelly, my friend. Let's do a quick uh, status check here. Jethril, are you still in the shower? I just saw Apparently this so. thing moving. I know that means is... yes. Silence means consent. All right, Jethril's in the shower. No, no, I, I was on mute. I was on mute because I was putting is together that what they're calling it these days? Batch of bread. <laughs> on mute in the shower or something. At one point, he's like, holy crap, you can hear me hit the YouTube now become our euphemism. I, I was in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Kelly has the dog and P.S. I hear jingle bells. That, that would be the dog. Jingle bells, yeah, I, jingle I heard bells, taller. all the way. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Girl. Christmas carols on the podcast. Nobody yeah. will sing with me. I've tried to sing Christmas songs twice now, and no, no 
Nobody's singing with me. You really, like, honestly, right now you don't want me to sing because my voice is so bad. You don't want me to sing ever? It, 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 it. Do you think they want me to sing? Have you sung on the podcast before? Have I what? Have you sung on the podcast Sung? No, and I never will. They're Christmas carols. Oh my gosh, it's how you totally sound like Randy Newman. <laughs> Is that a good thing? <laughs> from Sesame Street. <laughs> no, he's not from Sesame Street. Wow. You don't know who Randy a... Newman is? <laughs> he's sing- he's a Steve he's Jones a songwriter. <laughs> like, okay, you know the theme song from Toy Story? You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. That was Randy Newman. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, no, but I, so I like, like you played for everything tonight. <laughs> Ryan's feeling no. giddy. He's blaming people left and right. <laughs> oh no, I saw Death Row's thingy move. It was Death Row. Well, that <laughs> sounds like a first. <laughs> 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 Is that what they're <laughs> <laughs> This is real laughter. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Death Roll is doing what with his thing in the shower? What? And who's watching me do it? (laughs) Apparently, PS is. We have two starting Catherine's. He said he saw Death Roll's thingy move. (laughs) We have two snorting Catherine's. One of them is in the shower with PS, who's thinking. My name is not Catherine. You know, the no, first time I, the first time you said that, I thought you, I thought you said we have, we have two snorting Catholics. Whatever. I'm like, what? <laughs> 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 snorting Catholics. Okay. Both snoring. At least one in the shower with death roll, even though the other one saw the thingy move. That sounds like Fran Drescher. <laughs> Kelly's baking bread. Let's like do the 12 Sanders. days of Christmas. Do you think we can pull that off? With us. No. No way at all. Ryan, in response to your sum up there, all I have to say is, welcome back to Pufwa. <laughs> Itai, as the most recent oh person to join the line, do you have a holiday story for us? <laughs> Notice how do I have a holiday story for um, Not off the top of my head, but I'll think about it. All right. Uh, hold on. Someone asked a question of us like a few hours ago. You were asking the exchange people what we've been up to. What since we've we left. done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How is it? How is it different? What do you like? What do you not like? Is it weird? We has narns in it now. We can't manage to stop calling a real book a fic. Yes. Yeah. I think I used to Babylon. Yeah, but he's had that problem for a while. Yeah, we have. Perfect, Joe Rolling Road. Well, I think it was. Well, it was. There was consistency before because no matter what you were doing, you were doing. You could pretty much, if you needed like an emergency line on the podcast, you could be. I think Hermione was excellent in Chapter Five, and odds are you'd be okay unless unless it was a Marauder story, or unless Death Row wrote the thing. Um, you know, there's a few. (laughs) She lasted until the second story. Really? I mean, when she died, yeah, that was wonderful. Eyebrows, you know. I mean, that kind of worked. Okay, I just tell you something. I visited some friends in Rhode Island and, and they all they all have an interesting accent in Rhode Island. Like my, my friend has a buddy named Sparky. I swear to God his name is Sparky because it's pronounced Sparky. It's it's one of those things. And he's trying to get me to drive an hour and a half each way to get my hair cut in Rhode Island instead of Massachusetts. And what I get, hair? I get the buzz cut. I'm in there for like four and a half minutes. So it doesn't seem really it's worth it hair. to drive that far. Because apparently 
Emma Watson goes to the woman next door, and I could, like, meet her if I went down there. I'm like, I think I'm going to stick with my current setup. Eyebrows. You're talking to Ryan, the person who doesn't want to go to a convention in his own town. Why would he drive an hour and a half? I met everybody in the parking lot. We had a fabulous time. Well, actually, I couldn't find the parking lot. I just take public transportation. Well, no, because it was what's her name from Spellcast. No one from Spellcast is still here. Who's the whoever Gwen from Spellcast was my lifeline, and she hung up on me because there was someone on the other line. <laughs> oh dear! I just realized I'm not doing this thing anymore. I better shut up. <laughs> Scott, take That's it away. Funny. So basically, you're enjoying yourselves, but it is different. Well, it is different. I mean, there's we're, right we're having fun. We we did try to do very on-topic chapter by chapter discussion, but we failed. Yeah. I mean, it's different. Somehow, I'm not surprised. And how is that different from every other day? It's, yeah, well, we have <laughs> well, two distinct groups going, so there's so there's different shifts almost attacking, and there's different. I don't know. Three of the people are the same. Well, that's true. I'm not there for it's not really. Dis- it's, it's, it's just Ryan thinks it's distinct because he's not doing yeah, it. I, I think it's distinct because I'm not there. Yeah. One thing I will realize is I always thought when we were discussing Harry Potter and I kept talking about Babylon 5 or Galactica or Firefly or whatever, that it was because I was desperate to, to expand my horizons and talk about other things. But now it's that a- we're doing those things, I want to talk about Harry Potter and all the other different ones. So I think I just lead by example. I haven't heard you mention Harry Potter once. I've heard you mention Star Trek a whole bunch of times. I do. You almost gave me alcohol poisoning because I was playing the Pufwa drinking game one night and you kept Star Trek this, Star Trek that. And I'm like, you need to stop. I have alcohol poisoning. They're taking me to the hospital. One thing I do enjoy is is Death Roll since our first episode has been blasting me as Captain Spoiler. Apparently, I I frequent the line... I don't want to spoil, but dot, dot, dot. And then apparently... Ryan's spoilers save lives. Oh, 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 oh. So you can spoil other people. But when I accidentally blurt something out... That wasn't accidentally blurted. That's neener, neener, neener. Snape heals Dumbledore. Neener, neener, neener. It's not. It was not. You said, you almost told me who died at the end of Lost. And I stopped you. And I was like, ooh. Because I didn't want to know that. And then you're like, I didn't tell you this. It was this person who died. Let's be very clear. So it's like, no, but the but thing in, is. And in the overall arc of the storyline, it didn't even really matter. So, so you can stop getting on my case about that. I, I feel like Rina, I need to hide or something. I feel like I need to put up my defenses. Rena, just the untold story. Rena did like wake up at her desk the morning after the. the Final before recording with a note on her hand. You may wish to call Ryan when you get this in your own. <laughs> um, well, no, the thing is, is that I might like hint or give like broad strokes, but I, I'm very careful not to to spoil major plot developments. And I'll, I'll like I'll do the thing where um, if I know a character is gonna like, for example, if we were doing the read through of um, Prisoner of Azkaban, I would refer to. Sirius Black as, quote-unquote, the murderer right up until the end because I don't want to imply it or I'll call... Like, I try and keep my, my comments, you know, consistent. What? No, it's like when you're watching... It's a really long lead in to yell at me about spoiling a yes, couple of weeks what ago. I do is I always try and keep it... Yes, I try and keep it so I, so I don't spoil things. And I always talk 
what actually happened was I was. I I am going to explain the real story here because Mr. Hyperbole over there (laughs) is going to stretch it all out of proportion. Hyperbole. What actually happened? Hyperbole, Huggle, same thing. (laughs) I was watching the episode. I. realized something and I went ooh, 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 and I wrote it down in my notes, but I didn't mark it down that it was a spoiler. I really legitimately thought I had figured out something that I had put together just from watching when we're doing this for the podcast here, and so I didn't mark it as a spoiler, and then I brought it up, and it turns out it's actually a spoiler. Well, it wasn't actually that. It would be like if you're if you're doing a reread of Prisoner of Azkaban with people who haven't finished the book and they're reading it for the first time. You mean such people exist? Yes, if you're doing that with such people, yeah, and, you, and, and you refer to Wormtail as Peter Pettigrew, like in Chapter 2, you give mm-hmm. something away that everyone else would have gotten. That's so this is this is like Richard spoiling me on BSG? Yes. Okay. Only Richard not as bad because it comes up in the next batch of episodes we're going to watch. And P.S. didn't even remember the next week. That yeah, I, I don't even, I'm not aware of this spoiler. Like, I'm not aware that he said a spoiler at all. We only devoted like 10 minutes to talking about how badly I had spoiled everything. <laughs> well, I had to do something because you're know, like, you spoil everything. I'm like, I haven't seen <laughs> Plus, yeah. as we can tell when I say things, people have no idea what I'm talking about anyway. Brian, spoiler, save lives. That was Dutch and Steve Jobs. <laughs> so disappointed. Brian, spoiler. Did your hand over the antenna? I hear those things are having some issues with reception. They do not save lives. You thought that Mike was going to kill Jeff in Walmart. <laughs> what? There's still time. All right, we're getting away from this because this isn't the exchange. Part, Who's Jeff? Watch Babylon 5. Jeff is our co-host. I just love that it's been almost an entire season and they're still on this. <laughs> so, Scott's taking this over, but is there anyone else I'm going supposed to be calling here? Um, Let's see. Probably add Trisha in, I suppose. All right. Yeah, because it's like 10.15 where Trisha is. All right, let's get Trisha in here. Who's Kat, Trisha? Did you have a story? <laughs> Trisha's the lady Lupin. with the candy bars. Who's Lupin? That does not help at MS all. Lupin. Yeah, Kelly, you look okay. up a one-line bio on of MS Lupin. Podcast these days. Trisha is uh, a one-line bio of Trisha. Yes. Candy bar. Trisha is a rabid Steelers fan. Do you know Sue? No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, Penguins. <laughs> rabid oh. Penguins fan. Do you know Sue oh, from Pottercast, Rena? Yes. That she's the Puffwanian version. Hang on, here we go. Okay. Trisha doesn't squeak. I thought yes, she squeaked. does. Yes, she does. She also snorts. Oh Trisha God, there's three of you people who snort. Head down. Head down. I've never heard her squeak. Four, five, six. Trisha's oh, the squeeze. only one who's in the intro snorting. So you know. Wow. Okay, we need to get all three of them Do on I the squeak? line at the same time. Trisha. And they can be snorting Trisha. all at once. Hi, Trisha. Hey, Trisha. Hello. Hi, Trish. Hello. You, so you have been Trish. known to squeeze occasionally, P.S., but I don't think it's a thing for you. Trish, they they don't believe that you squeeze. Yes, I squeeze. Well, I, I'm barely around here, and I knew about squeeze. We have three snorters on the podcast right now. No, only two. Where's the first? That one? sounds bad. You haven't like, called her yet. Like, no, she she like she's back. Is she what? To the shower. Hold on a second. Isn't she standing right next to you? Now she is. But... Do a man a favor. Spoon your woman and like extend the mic toward. That sounds bad. Just, you know, 
try and get her covered by the That's how it even works. I think that was Trisha snorting. I can't even laugh anymore. I think I've expended all of the laughter that's in me, but we'll see. I'm sure it'll come back. It recharges. Hey guys, I can't stay for very long. I have company. Oh, do you have a Christmas story to share or some other such thing? <laughs> we'll, take, we'll take Hanukkah if you have it. What, a Hanukkah? Look, Kwanzaa? I'm, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not Kwanzaa either. Are you Dutch? I, I, I am Dutch. Really? Can you talk to P.S. and like have us all over again? <laughs> Where is this Dutch not business really. coming from? P.S. on a failing iPhone. And it, it sounds... Your microphone is skipping every now and then, and That's Ryan decided weird. to call that let me, let me Let me adjust the proton stream. Mm. Don't cross the no, stream. It, just, it really just kind of sounds like she's very drunk. <laughs> the iPod, is, there, is someone crying? She <laughs> <laughs> made Cat laugh so much she cried. Oh, okay. Well, I actually think the iPhone could be fine and PS could just be drunk. I'm like, damn you, Steve Jobs. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, where did this come from? Like, seriously, we never it just know where like Ryan's really drunk. Trisha, you have company. company. Christmas story. Christmas story. Go. Um, I don't. I don't have any. Is there anything else interesting that happened over the last several months? Just anything you would like to say to the listeners or whatever. It's just too much. <laughs> Trisha, Trisha has become a semi-regular host on Potterfic Weekly. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. Definitely yeah, one for a week. I mean, it's, it's fabulous. It's an awesome we thing to be. We like five seconds before the company went out of business. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, um, I have snorted podcast quite a few times. She's fallen asleep. Yes, I have fallen asleep on the podcast. Who hasn't? <laughs> My gosh, you're like, everybody rolled into one. <laughs> um, you're the love child of the original she's, host. She's been stalked by her neighbor. Oh, uh, yes, I have. I didn't I, hear uh, that. Oh my gosh, you're like, you really are. You're like a combination of Catherine and Aaron Deathroll and Jen. I mean, not, I don't know why I called Jen Deathroll. I'm sorry, Jen. <laughs> wow. Oh, hold on. Who is she oh, the love boy. child of? She's the love child of who? Catherine <laughs> and Aaron because she snores and falls asleep. <laughs> so Aaron is sleeping with Deathroll's woman and producing <laughs> Trisha. What the exchange is going to be like, is it a very As long nice? as they don't touch Deathroll's thing, they're fine. <laughs> you didn't tell me you had a thing going on with Aaron. It moved. No wonder it a little stiff. Yeah, they're telling me you've got a thing going on with Aaron. What's up? You were smooching with my brother. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I thought Aaron I think I'm older. Robert, we're together. She wants to call to defend herself. Give her the microphone. We got 23 people on the line. She can't hear. Take off your headset. I know. He's refusing. Now it sounds like Fran Drescher. <laughs> yeah, Ryan does. Yes. <laughs> Victory is mine. She's possessing us in turns. Oh, She's not dead. Do we have dead. dead. Do we have Catherine yet? I took over. Somebody a- dead? Do people have to be dead in order for them to possess us? What's disturbing is when I see Jeff Rolls in the line moving on saying that he's talking, but it's the voice of Catherine. (laughs) 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 All right, now someone here has alleged the fact that you were having an affair with Aaron, and Trisha (laughs) of Perfect Weekly is actually your love child. Confirm or deny. But I thought Aaron and Robert. If If it is, in fact, true, it's news to me. 
Well, maybe, that was a little southern. That was well, here's the thing, too, because Aaron was smooching with Robert from Spellcast, and what they did while they were smooching, they tripped over the cord to the server, and they lost season five, and then Robert kicked up. Is Aaron. that why they denied their affair? <laughs> That's right. why they denied their affair. And, and the resulting explosion produced a DNS server crash that shut down. You know, Comcast. Could just as easily say all Ryan's theories come from the snork hack dung, so who knows? <laughs> I, am I just so... want to know am I older than everybody else, but even though I'm the love child? You are, in fact, the, it's, it's one of the hmm. first things. Maybe they are your children somewhere. and they each got one of your traits. It's death roll from the future or something. I don't know. It's like Ron being Dumbledore, you know, back in the day when we had that theory in Phantom. I thought Harry was Dumbledore. I mean, no, I it was I thought Ron was Santa Claus. I am still incredibly confused. <laughs> Catherine, how are well, you? Welcome to the club. club. Catherine, I'm, now, I, as, as memory serves, you took a four-hour shower this evening. How was your water pressure? Water pressure was great. It was actually only 20 minutes. Only Get 20 your clock minutes. calibrated. Well, there was an issue with Jethro's thing while you were gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> it moved, Catherine. It moved. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are leaving me speechless. I, 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 this is a common response. You've never no, they, had they, Christmas they left me speechless miles ago. This is your first book on Christmas, isn't it? Yes, I was talking to um, Tina earlier tonight, Tina from Popo, and I'm like, Tina, you gotta come on the, the podcast tonight. And she's like, Ryan, the last time I came on the podcast, I almost murdered my children. I <laughs> this doesn't bode well for me, does it? No, I just remember we had, like, the first year, no, the first Popo Christmas, I think my house got robbed. The second Popo Christmas, we all were fighting. So what you're saying is this thing is cursed. This thing is absolutely Wait, cursed. this one's gone pretty well, hasn't it? Yeah, so far so well, there's still time. Oh, I have a great defense, Christmas story. Defense against the dark arts. Well, this Position. is my first this is my first true Christmas being absolutely single. Oh yeah. There you go. Yay. Yay. I, think, Yay. Okay, I was like I was sitting here, I'm like, is this a congratulations? So I know. Like, what do I say to this? <laughs> I'm like yeah, I and how do we yeah, how do we respond to this? Yes. Congratulations. 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 Now, how's it going so far? It's wonderful. Tell me why. Why? Because I don't have an ex-husband anymore. Well, that's... And I'm... I am... Wait, isn't he still your ex-husband? You You don't have an an (laughs) ex-husband? Did you kill... What? Ryan, where do you get this stuff? (laughs) No, she said, I don't have an ex-husband. She said, I don't have an ex-husband. It's a logical question. Well, I'm truly not married to him anymore. So he have an ex-husband. He's your ex-husband now. You don't have a husband anymore. You can't get rid of an ex-husband. That's what the ex means. Well, she could, but that would... Okay, okay, okay. Everybody calm down. We're all fine. I never said we weren't. No one is dead. I would like to confirm that no one has been murdered. As far as you know. Trisha, you have an ex-husband. Eta, are you saying something? Don't forget, PS is our merchant marine. I forget, what do they do? Do they arrest people? No, they do not. That's the MPs. I don't have any idea what a merchant marine is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Everyone shut up. Everyone shut up. Trisha, are you near water? Merchant marines haul product between countries. Hold on, yeah, so PS is like, like fun. Hold on, PS is like FedEx? 
<laughs> yes, he has like FedEx. But I Only with poke. Poke. Boat but poke. she couldn't. No, 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 no. no. FedEx with she water. Couldn't. Wait a minute. She couldn't be in the Merchant Marines because she's too short. She's very short. She couldn't even get to three. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait a minute. There's a height limit? Yeah. yeah. She can't reach the it was her alter ego mm-hmm. for the one confusing podcast who was a merchant marine. Yeah, I'm not a merchant marine. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I know what I am Did and what I'm not. While you were a merchant marine, I really, you have one, one up on me, P.S. In that case, oh my god, the, the tattoo would take up like her whole her whole arm. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like she's a midget. <laughs> I'm not a midget. All right, hold on a second, hold on a second. Ryan makes a lot of things sound like a lot of things they aren't. What you said, yeah. Tr- yeah, Trisha, like, come me, in. Me yeah. Sound like I'm wrong. All right, Trisha, so just to confirm, you have an ex-husband. Yes, I have an ex-husband. Congratulations. Yay! Now we are so happy yourself, we do the dance of joy. Yes. <laughs> now, if you find yourself suddenly not la, 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 hey! No, that was actually Death that was quite clearly a man's voice. Death's <laughs> yes. thing was moving again. Right, now, oh God! Trisha, just real fast, if you find yourself that will never not be funny. If you find yourself not having an ex-husband suddenly, I know a good lawyer. Okay. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, and, um, my sympathies on your loss. Oh no, there's no sympathy. Oh, I know. <laughs> There's no sympathy in the world at all. Does Hallmark make a card for that? I'm sure they yes, do. If not, they do. And I'm not oh, sorry. Like seriously, if, there's a huge business now for like divorce cakes, and um, I, had a, I had a divorce yeah. party. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, people have receptions. They're, they're, you know, they have wedding receptions. They have divorce receptions too. Uh-huh. Oh goodness, I would think it you would funny. have to have um, two divorce receptions. If you get to talk to Oliver Gall, you can ask her about the party. Oh, she it was, was at the party. Oh yeah, she was at the party. Was she near like the, like like the chandelier at one point swinging? What? I'm <laughs> a puffle party. I wonder what happens there. Well, no, 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 Ryan. You remember what happens at puffle parties? People show up and try to blow it up with letters. Oh, that, oh, oh yeah. You were on LSD yeah. then. I mean, uh, <laughs> LCD, I, Ryan. LCD. Oh, not LSD. happened to Yes. <laughs> For anyone who's interested, the sharks lost again just now. That's right. So mm. did the blues. Yeah. Shh. The oh, well. Who doesn't have a hockey team in their town? Me. Scott. I live in Arkansas. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Randy doesn't have a hockey team. She has presidential library. <laughs> yes, she does. Yes, and, and you know what? It is a pretty dadgum cool presidential library. I to say dadgum in a sentence. I can just never make it work right. <laughs> All right, guys. You could I'm never gonna... use dadgum. All right, Trisha. Yes, you shouldn't either. <laughs> comment. I gotta get off the phone. Hold on. Who's going to go to sleep? Leaving? Trisha. All right, there's too many lines I... moving. I'm getting Tourette's over here. <laughs> <laughs> Trisha, Dad, tell your I'm company gonna... hello. Tell your company hello. If it's your ex-husband, tell him hey, hey, and enjoy <laughs> no, it's your not my ex-husband, but he, they say hello to you. Well, hello to everyone else. Enjoy Christmas. your company. Enjoy your party. <laughs> Shalom. Thank you. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's, everyone. Mazel tov. Happy Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy and happy birthday. To and me. happy birthday, Scott. It's Scott's birthday? Tomorrow. 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 Oh, Even I, I knew that. Hold Come on. on. When it comes out, it's going to be the past. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was December 25th because you look like Jesus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
run away. Run away. <laughs> oh run my away, god. Run away. Good night, Trish. Night, Trish. Good Trish. Bye. Well, I think Bye. the line's holding together fabulously, yeah. except for a couple of Dutch people in the middle there. Uh, who's next to call? Uh, Heather. Oliver's yeah. gal. Oliver's okay, gal. now who's yeah, Heather? Yeah, she can she can tell us about the party. Well, first, I'm sorry. First, I, I I confuse everyone. Oliver Gal's real name is Heather. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's okay. the current head of host for Hufflepuff. Yes. Right. Do we have like okay. a one line story? Is she you know most? She's most famous for what? Hmm. Big head of Hufflepuff. <laughs> she likes <laughs> Oliver. She's the Hufflepuff. one that started the Glee board. There we go. The birth of the Glee board. There you go. Having to call. I was actually walking around work today going to the to the to the to because I was setting up my mother's hulu last night. Hello. Sorry, I'm getting ready. No, not a problem. Hulu. There's major hockey going on here, and and so I was I had my headphones off. You could have said she was the hockey person. That was <laughs> yeah, I probably. Well, but I, I I, there was also major hockey going on here, and then, and now it's no longer going on. I think seriously, I don't think we can be described by one sentence or one adjective. Let's do. That. You think you think I can for that? Actually, no. I, I'm the one who speaks like. Five or six languages. I'm not sure how many. Uh-huh. Are any of them Dutch by chance? Uh, German is close to Dutch. I if I listen to Dutch long enough, I can probably understand that. Right, good. You can translate for PS later in the show if you lose your signal. <laughs> okay. What does PS have to do with Dutch people? Uh, something- Does that sound like I'm speaking Dutch? And Whenever his, her line goes wonky, he's decided to call it Dutch this time. Okay. Sometimes it's called being a robot. Sometimes it's called other things. Well, I'm I, not I've entirely heard, sure I've where Ryan got the Dutch. So, are you, so, Scott, are you saying all Daleks are Dutch? Yeah, yeah. I've heard it being called do, uh, a Dalek. How, how do you pronounce that word? Dalek. Yeah, it's Dalek. Dalek. Yes. Da- and how do you spell that? D-A-L-E-K. See, I would normally pronounce that. Dalek. Dalek. That, to me, is something that comes from Polish, but that's fine. Daleks are Polish? It sounds like like a Polish word, but what do I know? Yeah, but there's no C or Z in it, so it can't be Polish. All all Polish words must have C and Z in them. Otherwise, they're not Polish. I have my right. name, and I am not Polish. I'm German. I just need to point out, I just discovered for this uh, Christmas joint edition of Puffwa and Puffwa Exchange, I have discovered there has been a chat open all this time. <laughs> oh, really, Ryan? You didn't know there is? Well, I have, two, I have 281 new messages. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to go read up back in a minute. <laughs> so I'm looking up Dalek. I'm looking up to see like maybe where the name comes from. Oh my gosh, pornography. There's Dalek pornography. <laughs> oh yeah. God, that's scary. I, I think I think Serious? it comes from England because that's where the series originated. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that. I'm just trying to see if it has like if they derived it from some kind of Polish word because Etai no, seems to they probably it derived it. From the, all, all I said was it sounded Polish. It, it, it's it probably doesn't... derived from somebody's name spelled backwards or something goofy like that. No, they used to be what they are backwards. The Khaleds were like what the Daleks were, and then they got turned into Daleks. 
I'm mm-hmm. serious. That's awesome. I will. Does their mutated within a tank-like or robot-like mechanical casing? You can't, you know, for the writers that are in here, how many times have you taken people's screen names or chat names or something and made them into proper names like a town? Never. I have. Never. You have a town called Plattsville. No, I have a town called Telian, which is a <laughs> avatar name for a friend of mine in Sydney, Australia. There you go. That's her. That's her aim name is Telian. Speaking of Sydney, Australia, are we going to try and, and uh, get Keza on here? I don't know what time it is there. It's tomorrow I, morning. G would like to join in when we have a chance. We yeah, used I, to say hi to everybody. I feel like I'm the host at Denny's. Oh come on! You Does everyone like you know for for posterity's sake? Does anyone know who just? Hey, <laughs> We've talked about it as we were kind to get people we're to join. To a, but... We're trying okay. to do a one-liner of the significance of, of, the, of the new um, podcaster. Mm-hmm. To, to we had to in. explain you to Rinna, but I think we got through on that. So <laughs> I can't wait to hear what that is. We, we hear you're the founder <laughs> of the Glee Board on the podcast. I am the founder of the Glee Board. Thank you. <laughs> now, I have a question for you. The actress yes. who plays Rachel, her name Leah is... Michelle. Is she a diva in real life? Discussed? Yes. All right. Yes, she is a diva in real life. And they showed uh, her audition tape, and it is very much Rachel. I kind of like to hope that, you know, she's come down off of that horse, but I highly doubt it. But she has a beautiful voice, and I love her in Spring Awakening, so I kind of overlook it. So she's it. actually her character, basically. She is actually her character, yes. Who right, did she play in Spring Awakening? Wait, 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 wait. wait. She, she was the main she was the main character in Spring Awakening. Oh, I saw okay. that audition tape. I thought she was acting the entire time. No. They never like, actually showed her walk in and, like, introduce herself. Right, Like, she was just acting, the like, ta- doing lines and, and stuff to what no, I saw. No, it was, like, she something happened to her song, and she flipped out and, like, walked out and then walked back in again. Uh, really? And it was like, no, said, I just, that's what I we thought, want. No, she... she they laughed what one of her lines and she did like a Rachel thing. Yeah. But, like I've seen her do interviews and she's like completely sane. No, well yeah, she well, is completely sane. Running but, in. <laughs> yeah. Well who of us is completely sane anyway? This is true. I am. I'm not I'm not talking about like poof really? sane like insane. <laughs> like <laughs> like uh, no, I'm yeah. like actually confident. legitimately just, here's my question I, in the second season when they do episodes where they give singing parts to other characters <laughs> who are not you know Leah Michelle Rachel and Rachel gets pissed I, I'm imagining Leah Michelle whatever the hell her name is I really don't care getting pissed <laughs> because she's not singing those songs too I don't know I don't know half the time she's way. busy taking off her clothes in Vanity Fair magazine so I mean I guess she really doesn't care <laughs> the one with a lollipop was very graphic <laughs> yeah I have not seen these photos well it reminds me it's almost like a 90210 okay. hybrid hey. because the kid who plays what's his name is like 32 <clears throat> yes well, hey is there a chat open for everybody that's in this thingamajigger yeah, I'm fast yeah. yeah. yeah but I, I can't follow the chat because you my are actually in it because I have to I think. I don't oh. see it. I am learning. No, maybe you aren't. Okay. <laughs> Itai, when you came on, the chat, like, exploded. Everyone was very excited to see you. Um, and apparently, I'm honored. Uh, thank you. 
Deathrill is concerned that I keep asking him to spoon with Catherine because apparently her dad's in the room in this room. So apologies. He is. Apologies. Okay, so that's what that meant. Okay, sorry. I was just rambling about hockey and 24-7 and HBO. Goodness, no, rambling so. about hockey is very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have but any... then they keep flipping back to the capital so that it's just not fun at all. I completely understand. Mm. Death, are you here? Who? No, it's Catherine now. Yeah. They keep switching and, they, and their voices are very different. Catherine, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm very good. You sound very excited to be here. I am. I'm backing into the corner a little bit because in the first episode... You What's Deathrill doing, Catherine? Would you like to describe his actions? Yeah. He is yes, surfing the like, web. Pia sounds a little pervy when she says that, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> also, listen, I was trying to do it like a nature documentary voice. <laughs> I don't want to hear them describe We are, in fact, sharing a headset at the moment. Wow, that's got a that's that's, a, that's an image. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I got that. <laughs> Get over it. I'm sure what we will eventually. What are you doing? No, I have a question. Were the two of you dating <laughs> when we did episode one of the Pope for Exchange season? So, no. Or was it you were dating but you weren't talking about it? No. <laughs> no. no. So or, basically, wait, what you're saying is the Pope Exchange. What was that? For the gathering. Together. No, I don't think so. So did the Pofo Exchange bring you together, or did you guys just kind of work that on on your own? It was on our own. Oh, well, I'm glad we you know, could be there. Brian's disappointed that it wasn't I am, because they have a successful relationship, and, and I want Pofo to produce a successful relationship. Is that, like, your dream? Like, would you be completing our relationship? Queens? <laughs> I'm not a hindrance, so <laughs> if only Hallmark made that card. I, I'm sure they now, did. So how are you defining it up? Brian, how are you defining successful? We've had a couple in the past, and I believe the phrase boom, crash, burn could be... Uh, well, all we had in the past was like a crazy stalker. Well, the, I've had one of those. I don't remember which one you're talking about, but don't say anything because there's 32 people on the line. Luck, half <laughs> odds are they're probably here right now. So speak generally. I'm not a stalker. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Seriously, she was a murder suspect. There's a difference. Is that nothing but love? Hold on, Murder like suspect transcends and includes stalker, though, no? No, no. Independent category. Well, suspect, hello, Itai, innocent until proven guilty. Well, the thing with PS and the murder suspect is the way it works is when you have a missing person. Teasing PS. Anything suspicious kind of raises your law enforcement antenna. And PS, <laughs> with the, the law, law enforcement. And the smut, the war enforcement. And it's. it's uh, I don't know. Why is Melinda Leo not here? I just realized. Did smut make you think of Melinda Ryan? Because I... Melinda. (laughs) I miss Massachusetts accents. I I don't miss much about these girls. Can I just say this, Jory? When I had my little um, fall vacation, uh, when Jen and Lee came over, we um, hung out with Melinda Leo. I made very clear in my home movies to, to mention the fact I was on Melinda Leo's boat in HG Shippers. I saw that. That was awesome. As Keza and I are continuing to fight for the love of Melinda Leo, I would like to point out Melinda Leo's holiday Christmas card is on my fridge. Mm-hmm. Eat your hearts out. Like all the 
<laughs> Heather, did you have any stories or things you wanted to share? From this past year? Or sure. just in general? It doesn't matter. Whichever <laughs> works. What are your thoughts on the establishment of Israel? <laughs> on, the, on, on the establishment of Israel? Yeah, I just think the country at random, like, oh crap, Etai will have gone. <laughs> I like Israel, it's good people. I, I really don't pay attention to I can't remember politics. where the Dutch were from temporarily. <laughs> Israel, the Netherlands. Like, the, yeah, they're from the Dutch, the place where the Dutch come from. They're from, they're, from, they're from that low country. I came very close to saying Dutch land, so I, I pivoted to Israel. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I think you were going for Deutschland in that case. But that's, right, yeah. but that's um, Germany. Heather, yeah. tell yeah. us very about good. your life. Tell Kufa about my life. So, I work, and I'm going back part-time for my graduate degree. And Oh, voluntary slavery. Nice. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so I have a paper that's due on Friday. It's almost done. Oh, by the way, speaking of school, I'm done for the quarter. Yay, good for you. Anyway, so um, I like Sorry. hockey, and I like football, and I like glee, and on the beach. Now, I have a question. Were you <laughs> I don't like the beach. And there were the ocean waves. Were you disappointed in, the, in like, the beginning of the season of Glee? I've been kind of disappointed in the season. I think the music has been really awesome. The writing, However, the so writing is kind of not so good. Like, good. It's not you know as, what you're talking about. I feel justified. Okay. It's not as clicky. Like, I watched that first episode, and it just, like, it was so cute. And, like, you didn't know what was going to happen, and there was some suspense. And, like... I wish they would get off the special episodes of certain people like and just tell the story. Isn't it? It's, they're, yeah. they're, they're having a lot of very special, very special I, episodes. I'm young. I don't really remember Blossom I all that well. I just remember her nose. That's the only thing that sticks out, <laughs> even after all this time. But she's on, she's on now, Big Bang Theory she's now. On, I don't remember Big Bang Theory, Blossom, and it's awesome. Is it possible it involves the sperm of Leonard Nimoy or the <laughs> DNA of Leonard Nimoy or some No, this is, this is she's sort Big of Bang Theory. Uh, Sheldon. He, she's sort of dating Sheldon, but they were. When did we get on to Bing Bing Theory? Well, like, she, just now. <laughs> is it moments ago? No, is it Sheldon she's dating, or is it uh, is it? Um... It's Sheldon. It's Sheldon. Although they don't really classify it as dating because they're never ever ever going to swap bodily fluid of any right. sort. <laughs> because that just doesn't make any logical sense. So. No. Oh, so they did. I, I her name know. is Amy Farrah Fowler, and yeah, she is a girl, that. and she is his friend, but she is not his girlfriend. His girlfriend. <laughs> Heaven forbid, no. And I just want to say, back on Glee, I have come up with a way to save Glee. Mm-hmm. Have you? Bert, father of Kurtz, and stepfather of, of Finn. Finn, Finn. Fern, or whatever the hell's going on there. If you put him in every scene, every It'll be scene, awesome. the show will be fine. <laughs> I feel like the best episode, and others have dif- differing agrees. I think Belinda disagreed with me. The episode where it was like Bert had the heart attack. I cried. Like, I bawled. As whole- he was going episode. down for the count, I Danielle went <laughs> and, like, threw food at me or whatever. She, she lost control of her bodily functions. But I screamed out, it's okay, he has a full season pickup. And we were fine. We made it Enjoying the, um, I, I don't believe she's enjoying some of Kurt's ball lines. I think they're great. But, but, okay, now that we're all in the room together, I was really the last guy to figure out that the Blaine is Harry Potter from the Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> really? I think you probably were, yes. Like, 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 I've 
show it's everywhere. I, I okay. I informed my family of this. I went back and watched part of the Harry Potter musical because I haven't seen it in a few months. I watched the Harry Potter musical, and then I watched the, the Christmas episode of Glee. This is after my revelation, and watching it, staring intently at the screen, I still cannot tell that's the same. It's the hair, Ryan. I knew that, it's and I haven't seen either it's of the hair. You should have was Jufro. I knew that, and I've only seen one episode <laughs> but, of Glee ever. Seriously. You would have a better time telling me. Who, I have a question. Now that Kurt is is in a different school and the uh, new uh, new Glee, uh, I'm looking for an adjective to describe her, and I don't want to offend half the human race, so I really won't. We all know what I'm thinking. There's um, the new member of yes, of the new member. Okay, visualize in your head the new member. You would have an yeah. easier time telling me that that woman plays Harry Potter in a Harry Potter musical than convincing me that Blaine plays Harry Potter. It, it's that. I think that you've just offended half of the race. I think I do. <laughs> like, I do, like, he looks nothing like. Him. He yeah, does. He shaved on Jufro. Yeah, and he has a glasses. On. Well, then maybe that's just all it takes. But he just does. Still to this day, I cannot. I think, Kat, you were going to tell us a story at some point, and then you sorry, kind sorry, of got steamrolled. But uh, been sick for the past month and a half. Oh um, no! They don't know what's wrong with me. They took blood, I think it was two weeks ago. I've been in my apartment for those two weeks. And I keep feeling, like, good and then bad. And then, like, I'll get energy sometimes. And, like, I was actually really proud of myself because I actually made myself a full meal today. And it's been, like, a month since then. I had to take sleeps on all my classes because I can't concentrate long enough to be coherent to take my finals or study or anything. And as you can tell on this conversation, I'm not myself right now. <laughs> I've been gone since Rockstock, and I feel, I feel really bad because it's like everyone's like, "Where are you?" And I'm like, "Sick, <sighs> still sick." But you know, it's do all good. See, do they seem like they're on the way to figuring out? The next thing they test for is autoimmune, and at this point, I'm really hoping that it is because I have a habit of getting mysterious things. It could be weird. My mother painted her deck like 10 years ago and she got this random rash on her body that only came at night and, and like if she moved it got bigger so she'd like lay on the couch and mobile mm. every night. And she had this thing for years and it was like like literally like she, she hadn't slept in like years and it was ruining her life until she discovered if she like sat under like a $94 lamp that you could buy at Target it made the rash go. So, Wait, what does this have yeah. to do with the deck? But it, the, the dick? You said deck. She, she washed her, her deck. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Well, what? I was... said deck. You said deck. That is not what dick. we all heard. I did hear what you actually said, P.S. I thought Ryan said she painted her deck and then and she got sick and I thought it was going to wind up that the paint made her sick. It did. It was an autoimmune thing caused by the but apparently shining a special light on it. You know, helped clear the whole... I have no idea that was... I, I have the special light. You do? Um, yes, my parents bought me the light bulbs and I have the light thing that you put it in. And it doesn't help. And... Um, well, here's the thing. I have had my share of medical issues and they are all like mystery, crazy things that don't have a lot, don't have a cure. So hopes were real cat would be half a season. If, I really wish.
would we have a series because it's just everyone has suggestions and I'm I've gotten past the point where it's like Hold on, I'm picturing hold on, picturing <laughs> Catherine Jethro banging their microphone against the table right now. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I really would be half a series because it's just everyone has suggestions and I've, I've gotten past the point where it's like, yes, this will of course work because it's logical because my body is not logical. So yeah. yeah well, that, that often happens with, with autoimmune type stuff. So you should talk to Jen because I'm, I swear to God, she, she's had like a, like at one point they were ch- like, she, they thought she had prostate cancer. I mean, they never yeah. thought that. The doctor, no, the, doctor who, she, the doctor who thought she had prostate cancer should be, I know no, it's not problem, disbarred, but no, whatever the, the hell. January, she got her colon. This is license. She got colons and prostates Good. confused, and she told oh. me to say that she had a problem, and she thought it was her prostate. Oh my! And here I thought there was actually a doctor who was stupid enough to think that, yeah. Well, well the doctor was, should be disbarred. They told her it was disbarred? That's what I said. Disbarred came into my head. Medical well, uh, license remote. Well, then they told Jen it was her colon and she laughed at them. I don't have one. And she laughed at them. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, okay. She's explaining to them how her body <laughs> I think that might be the problem then. <laughs> she doesn't have a cold. I think the best line to buy is PS. Isn't that the line? There's a problem. <laughs> what did she do with her dick? <laughs> Jack! Ryan! It's so Jack, fast, like dick! <laughs> it's like Russ. Magic! Magic! Let me get she's speaking in a Maryland accent. Mm-hmm. I don't well, understand this problem. Yeah, really. I'll be fine. I'll be, I mean, Kat, you know what seriously? You're going to be, you're going to need to, like, they're going to find at the end of this entire ordeal that you have, like, a ketchup deficiency. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's, I've been, like, on a high sodium diet um, these past two weeks, and I don't really, like, I'll eat french fries once in a while, but I don't really like a lot of sodium in my diet. So it's been, like, me forcing down salty foods for two mm. weeks. Oh, you poor thing. Salt tablets. I'll take your diet. Get yourself a salt I lake. like french fries. Eat Wendy's <laughs> fries. They're dear. so salty right now. You don't have a Wendy's near me. Oh. No, I'm serious. Get yourself you a salt lake. Go to a, go to, like, a We don't have a lot of things, Ryan. Assault Lake. Where the hell are you? <laughs> you can't tell me that you don't have McDonald's near you. No, I have a McDonald's hey, a block hey, and a half from Wait a me. minute. Wait a minute. Okay. They okay. just built the McDonald's where I live this year. I thought that was great that she started cracking up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Rena, don't you live like yeah, you still, on a farm or something? Inside of Chicago, right? I live in Chicago, yeah. Yeah, it's she lives in like near downtown Chicago. Oh, okay. okay. So there's oh. not Fast. There's no space for fast food. There's like tall buildings all oh, around. Oh, there's space. We have like fifty thousand McDonald's, but no yeah. Burger Kings, no Wendy's. Right. You are oh, missing Monopoly. out. It's it's McDonald's and Starbucks. Like every White block. Castle. Yeah. No White. Well, there's White Castle on the west side, but I don't live on the west side. I live on I live on the east side. West side. Let's do a Pofo rewind to when Rena used to live in Amish country. In monsoon season, and then when not, when everything in a cow landed on her shed, and then when everything bad that could possibly happen happens, 
then the um, the electrical tower fell off the side of the cliff. And so you sure you're not confusing Rena and Jen, Ryan? No, I know that was Rena. The Daleks arrived. You're kidding me. They do not bless you. I never, never live on, on a farm. farm. You wow. goats. <laughs> but I she did live on goats. a farm. Well, which is you. why I thought she lived on a farm. Sorry, Rena. No, 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 it's okay. I never lived on a farm. I wow. live in a very oh, small God. town. Brian. All right, Rena, hang on. I'm hanging up on you and I'm putting you back in the car. There's major, major, audio. major, darling. <laughs> the light is it's hardly, it's hardly noticeable. Oh, hardly noticeable. It's hardly noticeable. All right, we're adding Rena back. Oh, is Sue back? I think Sue? so. Yeah, she is. And she would like to be on at some she, point. She and Julia have wanted in for a while. Okay. Yeah. We're about done. You can kick us off the call. It's yeah. my bedtime. Now, Catherine, before you go, you're now a Puffwanian. Oh, jeez. What's it? This is <laughs> this is like when you marry into a new family. Death roll no hands. This is like when you marry into a new family <laughs> and you go to like the fa- to, to your spouse's you know family you know gathering every year, the family reunion, and you meet like Uncle Ned with the one eye and you know cousin Earl you know with the three feet and stuff, and you. you what you kind of family do people? you have? Three feet. Well, there's like a growth on one of his knees. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, is basically like you coming to the new family reunion. Oh, well, I do thing? not have a growth. God. It's, just, it's, a, it's a bump. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> what? It's a fluid-filled sound. Basically, wait a minute. Brian is taking a, a very long time oh, to say no. how do you like feel be about being a Papuanian. <laughs> Oh. Wait a minute, I have a question. Alright, what's your question? Okay. Did Death Row get married? No. I no. everyone the Oh, I'm deeded. Okay. I was. I was. <laughs> hold on, wait a second. Hold on, who snored this first? Is Death Row? I'm calling you that because there's another think? cat on the line. I, I'm not looking at the little board. Everyone's snorting. There's a. No, I just, I got confused, and I was about to say, I know I haven't been gone long enough for him to have gotten married. That just didn't make any sense, but... Why not? Why not? You can do it in ten minutes. Is anyone else picking up on the jealousy and Rena's voice? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) Death like, I did! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you have learned my terrible dark secret. So, Catherine, what's it feel like to be part of the fam? I've had potential worse in-laws. <laughs> we love you, too, I think. <laughs> I think we really should be touched by that. Of giving, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Whoa. Ah, uh, nothing but love, guys. Like I said, from the first moment you snorted after you whooped Kethril's ass at race car driving, I knew you would finish this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the gift that You're, keeps on giving. It is. I knew I, you were the racing too. So. I, Whoa! Oh my gosh, that was suddenly Deathrow live over the PA system <laughs> in the stadium. <laughs> it's like calling me at the principal's That's office. Rough. That was awkward. Ryan's idea. I blame him. And I just made the connection that Catherine on Death Rules yep. 
Skype thing is the Catherine that I've been seeing Ryan's Facebook f- photos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As I said, I'm not all the way here anymore. That's quite all right. See, I, Wait, I, I am, I, I am all the way here, and I still haven't made such connections. A, a, bu- a bunch of uh, Jen, myself, uh, Jethro, Catherine, Melinda, uh, Leo, a bunch of us went race car driving, and... Um, Oh, I, yeah, I think I've well, seen I that. Well, I came in near the, near the end. I came near? near the end. You were I came the in, end. I came in... Dead last. last. I came in behind the guy who came in last. And, um, <laughs> and all that matters to me is that Death Row came in, you know... So, so Ryan, what you're saying is in the parade, you were the guy with the push broom and the pooper scooper. Santa Claus. Santa Claus Claus comes last, Kelly. Santa Claus comes after the the horses go by. (laughs) To get around the world and give presents. Oh, burn. Seven weeks, mid September, you know, your gifts are still being (laughs) delivered. Oh dear. Well, good night, you guys, and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all of that. Hopefully, we were enjoyable enough to make up for the insanity. It's been a blast, and thank you for uh, staying on one line tonight. You've helped um, some drug induced Pavlovians stay on the call. You know, we do what we can, you know? Thanks so much. (laughs) Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Good night. Bye. Did I ever call Sue, or did I do that in my head? You did, you did that in your head. You did that in your head. I was wondering why she was being also, so... you know, she and Ren- You also might Julia. have called she and Julia in your head, but I'm not sure. Right, how many people are actually on this call right now? Because I'm getting a uh, uh, on the Eight. List. Hi. Right. Hello. Hi, Sue. Hey, Hello. Sue. Hey, Sue. Welcome back to Firefic Weekly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Oliver Scale. <laughs> I'm Sue. We're calling she very slowly. Everyone hang on. Calling she very slowly. I have an idea. Maybe she can call Julia on her cell phone and hold it up to the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, very slowly. How are you? (laughs) Come a lady. (laughs) she's not ready call i'm back guessing right. she's on mute oh, oh no you calling said, back okay call back you said right. call her again yeah like call her again now or call her again after dynasty's over like, <laughs> <laughs> i think Dynasty now was anymore, the idea Ryan. that ended in the 80s right <laughs> what? yes try julia and couldn't you know get let's, on let's, get let's, her right, or let's, what let's what happened Ju- Let's try Ju- I just knew Julia wanted to get on three. Death Roll and Catherine have left, and Chi okay. and possibly Julia are joining us. One <laughs> yeah, see, yes. Brian made them use one headset because he didn't want everyone else to there was an issue turn into robots. Shower. There was an issue with the shower as well. Yeah, and Death Roll's thing was moving. Death Roll's thing was moving. <laughs> it was flopping all over the place. <laughs> I tell you, that will never get old. Like, it'll come back to full exchange in 2011. <laughs> Alright, um... I'm pretty well, sure it has got like gold already. To, you know, Julia's that, getting her mic? That. Yes. Yeah. Julia is plugging in her mic, and Chief is plugging that. We really should tell people before we do this. <laughs> Yeah. Why would we do yeah. something like that? I love that? you, new guys. I was, I, I was told, and it's still, yeah. Scott's new? 
Well, the new, part of the new management. The, 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 what can the I say? Okay. All right, hold yes. on. Julia. Hey, Julia. Hey, guys. Hi, Julia. Mazel tov. Hello. Hi. Hi. Can you all hear me? Yes. 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 You're good. You're I, not even in the dryer. Oh, that's excellent. I have the new Skype, and I don't know what's going on with it. Well, you're buzzing, but after having Aaron's mic on the phone for three weeks, you, know, you, you sound pretty good. Right. Oh, well, hey, that's... Oh, my God, it's getting louder. <laughs> the oh buzzing? God, we're at DEF CON 3. <laughs> the buzzing? <laughs> Shit, I, I unplugged it's the fan. Fine. That should have... I don't hear the buzzing. Ryan, it's messing with you. There is no buzzing. Is it a huh. USB mic? Um, No. I unplugged the fan, which is usually the cause of buzzing. Well, I hear the buzzing. The now I hear the buzzing. Now there's buzzing. Julia, unplug your laptop. That'll make about, the buzzing stop. How about now? Did it stop? Yes. Yep. For the oh, moment, good. yeah. Okay, I unplugged the laptop. What power? What, how much power are we got? Oh, it was a, it's, it's at 100%. Good. Is it the Dell or is it the Mac? Neither. It's a Toshiba. Okay, we got at least 20 minutes. Okay, that's not fine. <laughs> right, <let's laughs> You've got a good hour. Let's see if we can get Chi back in here. <laughs> Everyone slide over. And how were your holidays, Julia? Um, over, but pretty nice, thank you. That's why I said how were. But ah, come in. They were nice. I got several pairs of fuzzy socks. Hold on, wait a minute. Yeah, Houston, Houston. (laughs) We have a problem. (laughs) Wow. She's in the space capsule. What's the problem? Mercury 7, come in. Where are you? <laughs> Mercury 7. Altair 3, come in. Mars Rover? You're audible, Gee, but you're very, very weak. I'm, I'm very confused. What's going on? Gee, you sound like you're on the moon. Did I call your cell phone somehow? Yeah, you did call my cell phone. You called my uh, Skype application on my cell phone. Oh, we are on your cell phone. Oh. Okay. Oh my god, all, this, ah. all these new fangled gadgets. I'm like, oh my god, how do I do that? Ryan, you're the last person to be complaining about new fangled gadgets. I was going to say, much. don't you have like an, like an evil phone? Don't you have one of those? No, my phone my phone has an interesting and useful feature I just found. When so I, it dials I, numbers and you can talk phones. to people? No, no, okay, there's a system that when you put the phone up against your head, the screen goes off. And when you take the phone away from your face, the screen lights back up. Ooh, yes. I like this. They all do that. No, not really? mine. Mine doesn't do that. So I put the phone to my face and they say... You know, please enter the four-digit extension. And I take the phone away from my face, and it doesn't light up. So, okay. you know, well, and, and there's no way to get the screen to light up. But what you can do is you can open the phone to open the keyboard up, and then you can shut it again, and that resets the screen. So then you can type in the thing. So Why can't you just slide the keyboard open and hit the numbers? Because it doesn't the slide open. It's it's one of those phones that opens. It's like a clamshell. It, it opens, and the keyboard's inside. So yeah. But when you open it, that turns on the speaker phone. So what oh. you have to do is you have to switch the speakerphone <laughs> and, then, and then turn the speakerphone. God, phone. you're making me miss Rory phones, right? So it's great because then in, in, in the, in the Puffle Exchange people will get the joke here. But it's, so, it's, so I'm like, oh, I have to open, I have to turn the speaker. So I turn the speaker on in the middle of my office and they're like, your Viagra shipment will arrive on Thursday. And then you shut the thing. Hey, Ryan, you're not making it sound like your, your cell phone is that much of a convenience for you. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sneakily updating his Christmas list. 
Ryan, why are you taking Viagra? I'm not taking Viagra. <laughs> oh, thank God you asked because not, I didn't I'm want not. to. There was a, <laughs> you were on the last episode. Wasn't there a, there was a, there was some joke about me and Viagra. Do we remember where that came from? No. Okay, no. P.S. doesn't really listen when we podcast. It's in. Uh, I don't. Episode. Yeah, we're doing we're doing that show with the spotted people and like the spaceship. <laughs> okay, okay, Twelve episodes. This is what I mean by phoning it in. We're doing the show. With the I am joking, Ryan. I know the name of the show. It's Babylon Five, and the spotted people are called Narns. Okay. Mm-hmm. They number among them. The spotted and people are from Narnia. What? No, no the Narns from Babylon Five. That would be great if they were the Narnians. I would like. Wow. To <laughs> the Narns are from Narnia. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I still haven't seen that movie, so don't spoil me. But Wait, don't I've read forget, the book. Which one? Haven't you read the book? It's a TV show, Chase. Yes. It's a TV show. Don't forget that everybody has their own form of Swedish meatballs. <laughs> I love that. I have no idea what that means. Uh, yeah. Me neither. Not a little guy. The Babylon Five thing. Uh, yeah, I remember that. So we had the staff Christmas party today at work. Uh-huh. I don't work for Pigfog anymore. I work for a Lutheran daycare. And they had, like, three bottles of wine there. And between me and the lead teacher of my classroom, we probably drank a good bottle and a half of it. So I just took painkillers, and I'm chugging down some water. And I apologize. Gee, how come you – hold on. Gee, I also work in a preschool. How come you're allowed to be drunk at work and I'm not? No, you're allowed to be drunk on poor How come yeah, I, don't, I don't work at a preschool and I can't drink at work? What's wrong with this picture? Well, and I, I needed to be drunk at work today. We had two right, so, so, epic look, accidents so, in no, my no, class no, no, today. No, look, I had so, to clean them up. So pretend it's Purim and you can get drunk. What? But it's not Purim. And I know that so in everybody. Pretend it's Purim and get drunk already. No. But you do. I work with Yidin. If I go in and say, oh, it's a Jewish holiday. I have to get drunk today. They're not going to be like, okay. They're going to be like, no. Oh, well, Julia, you're. on the Christmas special. That's fantastic. I, I love it. I love the flood. <laughs> here's, here's a Christmas thing. The news is on. The news is on. We have, we have ice, and the guy is talking about the ice. And he's live on the side of the street, and he's skating up and down the sidewalk. You know what I love when you're you're watching the Weather Channel, and they're like, "It's windy out today," and the and the guy who's you know who's giving the report blows across the street. I always love it. Basically, that's what you're looking at here. Yeah. They used to. I don't know if uh, show of hands, who's in the New England area still on the call? I can't remember. Me. I'm not sure Once upon a time. Yeah, okay. On, um, I used to be. New Center 5, Channel 5 um, in Boston. Uh, they're the, the, the main um, local newscast station. And they had this uh, reporter. She's she was probably about 70 years old. Her name is Shelby Scott. And her only job, she's, she's very grandmotherly. The only job they gave her on the station was during nor'easters or hurricanes. They had this poor woman go out to the seawall and report live. Oh, I have never no. seen Shelby Scott without four this layers of cool clothes on hanging onto a pole during oh, her. Is that like elderly abuse or something? Oh, <laughs> this, is, this is a reportable offense. Is it? And she's got like the hat with the floppy little ears and she's hanging on. This is Shelby Scott. Blah! And she's got to one hand holding on. It, 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 remi- it reminds me of um, 
Jim Carrey and Bruce Almighty when he's trying to do that made of the mist thing? <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> Okay, yes, well, at least like somebody there. laughed. That's good. I think it was true. It sounded like true. I love Bruce Almighty. That's a great movie. It is. I've never be, seen that. I had to be talked into seeing it. I had to be talked into seeing it because I was like, surely I will walk out of there offended. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> oh, no. No. By the way, you know what is a great movie that you guys all need to see if you haven't? Nope. The Hebrew Hammer. Dead Poet Society. Oh, I heard Deathly Hallows was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, we're talking about yeah, but see, Ryan, it's not really good. It's not really good as a standalone, no matter what you what you've heard. All right, can I can I ask? What's question? not very good as a standalone? Yes. I'm I, you can ask hours. several questions. Will they get answered? As a question? Yeah, I have a question. Will has they I, be heard? Has anyone on the line uh, read Harry Potter? I just have a, a quick no, question. No, I haven't. I have. That was a yes. All right. Now, um, <laughs> have I read it in the last week? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually tomorrow. I'm going to start the Great Harry Potter reread of 2011. I watched Deathly Hallows, and there was a there was a bit of it I couldn't remember so i asked kelly and she told me what happened and she sounded like she was very very serious and, and knew it but i still don't think i agree with it so we're gonna oh here we go i know what you're gonna say All right, you set it up because you'll remember okay you say Are your you... thing and we'll say the thing about the wands yes and i will tell you again and i'll tell you again because think of the duel well, in minutes okay ryan what ryan was convinced that the priori incantatum that we saw in Goblet of Fire yeah. uh-huh. was due to mm-hmm. the wands. Okay. The the, the plasma okay. the plasma bolt was due to the wands. And I said no, it's the users. And he said no, it's the wands, but why didn't why did Malfoy's wand act the same way? And I'm like, because it's the users, not the wands. And Ryan Then it was it, it, it was. It was. It's always been the users. Yeah. Think about. No, it hasn't. She said. She said. Wait. Is the wait. That it, it, that is the wands. That is. But the the plasma bolt that you see oh. is yeah always the users because well, Ryan. Right. If you think of the battle in the Ministry of Magic between Dumbledore and Voldemort, it mm. was the no, same no, the effect. Old boy still got it. Yeah, <laughs> it was the same effect. No, no, not talking effect is obviously not the movie, but in the book, it was described in the same way. No, yeah. no. no, I didn't. I never imagined it that way. So were you saying? Because I'm not talking. Me about either. I, I never saw lightning bolts in the book. No, you really didn't see those. Okay. Right. The movies bolt. never gave you the yeah, priority Adam as described. We didn't yeah. get the whole big golden Melissa cage thing. That. She's like, it's it's the spell where you can see your dead parents. <laughs> right. Okay, so if you want Narrow. my if you want my opinion, which I'm assuming you do because you asked, it's always been a combination of both. In that the initial effect of Priori Incantatum was the wands, yes. like the two brother wands recognized yeah. each other. But in Deathly Hallows, when Harry's wand recognizes Voldemort with Lucius's wand, then it's the users. Right. But yeah. you can't have the user thing without first having the wand thing. I agree. Okay. So yes. it's not one or the other. It's a combination. It's both. But the, but, but, but the first one, but, but the first, right. the oh first God. one was 
the wands. But like, that was yeah. the first one was brother wands recognizing each other. Yes, right, right. That wasn't it. In fact, even the wand, it was just the feathers. Right, right. right. He had the core of the wand, and it was like, like <clears throat> the cage and the last spells that the wand did. And when, was we, say, and when we say it's the, it's the it's the people later, Harry and Voldemort, we're talking. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about? I thought it was. <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking about the fact that that Harry that that Harry has part of Voldemort's. Uh, but did he, okay, so we're talking about in Deathly Hallows in the flight. Yeah. Okay. Right. Not the end of Deathly Hallows. No, no, we're talking about. No, no, we're talking the about Seven Potter scene. The flight. Okay, the Seven right. Potter scene. Flight. When yes. It's, it's, right. the, it's the Horcrux, and it's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, Harry, the little Harry Scar Horcrux thing. Right. Recognized little... Voldemort, and we it just att- and, and the wand attacked. We lost Rena. We lost Pia. Uh, we lost oh, well, uh, uh, Pia. Has... We could have lost eight people and not noticed. Sorry. Sorry. Rena. Rena. Rena's here. Oh, hi, Rena. Yes. We lost, lost PS. PS. Sorry. They're dropping like flies. We lost 19 people. We're down to <laughs> like, like my children, my kids in my class, we had two thirds of them out yesterday because they're all sick. Oh, it's been awful. We could not, uh-huh. we could not go outside today because it was 26 degrees. Oh, like, without the wind chill today. At, at this point, 26 degrees seems like a heat wave to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 26 yeah. is cold. And you wonder off. why I ran away from the East Coast? Because you can't stand snow, because you can't move when there's snow. Because well, I definitely yeah, remember. And, and cold I rem- is a precursor to snow. Julia, you you you've carried each high up a flight of stairs. <laughs> I've never carried him up a flight of stairs. I did, however, have to sneak a lot of food out of a dining hall for him. Okay. I'm suffering you with one arm yeah. carrying like your books with the other. No, I never had to carry him upstairs. I just snuck a lot of food out of the dining hall to bring it to him because he was stuck in his dorm for two weeks and he couldn't move because of all the snow. No, no, I'm picturing, I'm picturing you like, you're trying to move and like, like doing the fireman's lift and you're like, that's not going to work. And then you're grabbing him by the armpits and you're like, every single step you're Oh, wait, E.T., remember the time when we tried to get you into the chair? Wait, what chair? At Hillel, on Shabbos, you came one day to one Chavez to Hillel, and you decided that you wanted to take a nap in one of the comfy oh, armchairs, oh, and, oh, and there were like five of us involved in this operation to actually get you into the chair. <laughs> I was putting you no, face down in no, like this yes. <laughs> And for those of you wondering, I have seen all four seasons, the, the four first, uh, the first four seasons of um, the new Doctor Who, and I did see the episode where um, David Tennant is rescued. Um, from the bad guys, and okay. unfortunately, he's strapped shh, in a chair. Shh, 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 shh. Yeah, that's a spoiler. Don't spoil me. I have only seen. <laughs> I have only seen um, Chris Eccleston. I have seen no David Tennant. Do not spoil me. Did you not Same know? Oh, I love Chris Eccleston. Okay. I did have right. to tell you all is story. Okay, point, stop. At one point in the David Wait. Tennant years, he will be sitting in a chair. Ooh. That's oh. my spoiler. Okay. Okay. Cue chi drool. Yes. I agree with chi. Chi drool. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I was just saying that that I have a story to tell Itai about my. We have a we had a we have a kid with CP in my classroom. Okay. Yeah. And um, his name is Jarrett, and he's a he's got this like great big smile that like you know makes you. Oh, like, no matter how bad your day has been, this kid's smile will make you, like, think that your life is not so bad. And uh, so the other day we had, we had moved in, 
and we're trying to get him into his walker, but for some oh. reason the walker was broken or whatever. So, and the whole time he's like falling asleep on us, so he doesn't sleep very well at night, which he kind of knows about, and uh, oh, he doesn't yeah. sleep very well. So we were trying to get him up, but we couldn't get him into his walker. So we sat him down in this special chair that he has that helps him sit up. And uh, yeah, but he's not going to sleep in that; those things hurt. Yeah, so I had him. I had him. But I had two pillows on either side of him because he he's not strapped into that chair. He's just sitting in it. Right. And uh, he threw himself to the side. And he looked <laughs> up at me and he says, Miss Katie, I fell asleep in my chair. Then <laughs> 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 he started to snore. <laughs> I was like, okay, you're tired. We'll leave you alone. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's great. He's really funny too. He does all sorts of really funny things. But that made me think of you because it just sounds like something that would make you laugh. Oh uh, yeah, and and I I I am I'm the one who at probably around his age was the one that told my parents that the doctor told me that vegetables were bad for me and therefore I should never get fed vegetables in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, I interrupt this podcast to, to deliver a message um, from the former president of the United States, Jimmy Carter. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. That president Carter has the following statement for the American people. The U.S. is ready for a gay president. For a gay president. I saw that. Please resume your normal schedule. <laughs> okay. All right. Wow. All right. I right. really... to the chief here. Thank you. He really no, needs not to speak. Oh, well, you know God. what happens, and I, I get this. Someone asked Jimmy Carter, is the U.S. ready for gay president? And Jimmy Carter at McDonald's in line said, yes. And now they're reporting, President Carter, <laughs> U.S. ready for gay president. Like, why is he talking about that? He probably yeah. said yes to some totally are unrelated just, question. Are you, mm-hmm. are you sure it's not just that Jimmy Carter is a little bit, one flew over the cuckoo's nest and, like, does it just randomly, like, Wait a, minute, wait a minute, a little bit? He goes to countries that we're, that we're, you know, not having foreign relations with to well, the thing with talk Jimmy to Car- them. The thing with Jimmy Carter is whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, whatever your ideology is, however you get to be president, once you're president, that is such a unique job that anyone who has that job immediately will bond with anyone else who has had that job because they're the only people who will understand that. <laughs> so when we'll you look at all these former yeah. presidents, they're all like buddies, regardless of what they said. During him. They're all buddies. And Jimmy Carter is standing 10 feet and away. And Jimmy Carter is standing 10 feet away because they all decided they all hate Jimmy Carter. <laughs> regardless of what, they all hate Jimmy Carter. No one can stand that. Well, that's because Jimmy Carter is cuckoo. How many times do you have to say this? He's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Like, he's far gone. He's, you know. Do you think he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs at that age, too? He's lucky the, the, he can pull the, 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 the pro- off. Rankin was with it. Jimmy Carter just aggravates everyone. The man beat up a bunny rabbit. Come on. <laughs> no, my problem with Jimmy Carter is the whole land for peace thing, which he started. And, and, oh, God. Yeah. Let's please not go there. Oh, I have to admit, I have no idea what you're all talking about. Yeah, so an American thing, Scott. You're better off. Christmas pod, on the Christmas podcast. That'd be a we, good idea. Yeah, we're definitely <laughs> not we, doing that. I'm did not we drunk, talk I'm about not holidays enough to get well, discussion. We yes. have talked about holidays occasionally, yes. yes. <laughs> That's kind of what it was. And I just remember I would get phone calls at like 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'd be like, that was you calling me at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, that was only, I only ever called you at 3 o'clock in the morning twice. And both of those were very important. 
well, situation. What, what happened? Uh, how hung, drunk were you? No, I hung up on her the first time, so she called me back, and that was. The oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least she's not butt calling your mom. <laughs> she wasn't even butt calling my mother. I think she like selected my mother from the contacts and hit dot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have wow. Ryan's mother's phone number. I would use it more often. Merry but <laughs> calling Christmas. Merry fracking Christmas. So my Did anybody was... check and see if Jen was around? I talked to Jen earlier this month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean she went? She she pulled a Ryan. She pulled a Ryan. I responded. Wow. My favorite thing about having a conversation with Ryan is you'll type something, you'll be in the middle of a conversation, you'll say something, and he won't reply for like an hour, and then like he won't reply, and then two days later you get about that thing, and you're like, I don't even remember what we're talking about. Way back to like three hours ago, Scott asked me a question: How's it been since you left? Um, I, I'm literally the guy who, since my little semi-retirement here, I'm the guy with all the catalogs of the golf courses, and I'm wearing plaid shorts with socks up to my knees. I'm like, I'm in, I'm this like retirement is cool guy. So I'm doing all these. So so Sue's like, can I talk to you about something important? I'm like, I have to go plow the back forty. Hold on. Here, By the way, this is an official request to every single person on this call. Would you all please, for the love of God, come back and start posting on the forums again? I'm on the forum, so you just yelled at me over That's Hunger true. Games. That's true. Hey, you are. I, I, for the rest I, of you, I post all the time. For I'll the rest of you, you come back. back. Kelly, I can't, kind of you know I can't well, follow the forums to save my life. That's true. Itai, you get you get an exemption. But the rest of you, Ryan, Kelly, she, get your asses back there. Life is so boring there without you. That's what I sit too. That's Why am I still there? Yes, because I'm there, Julia. Uh, Kelly, follow the That's sound true. of my voice. Keep walking closer. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> yes, Ryan, Come I can hear you. Well, I, I, as you know, Kelly, you complete yes. me. So if you go back to the <laughs> I'll go back to the Okay, now watch. He's going he's gonna to ask me to show my I don't need more pair-ups oh. in this. Oh, respond no. to my request within 24 to 48 hours. Wait, what are we talking about? I missed it. I was reading comments on the actual forum. Turn around. It, well, it, it had to do yeah, with the fact right that... Is, Ryan is pairing himself up with kids. I actually, I have I to get Kelly, Kelly to get my LJ. Talk oh, yeah. I really need to update my LJ. It's been way too long. But, Kelly, here's the thing. Following your Twitter feed, I can find out when you're at Michael's. So yeah. you're, you're very high. <laughs> Kelly, I, I learned like the traffic world of your city by your. I was just your, about to say that, that. because of the snow. And you were at Sam's it. Club quite a lot too. I, that's where I get gas. Oh, okay. now, I have a too. They have the cheapest gas around. Do you have to okay Twitter to report your location, or does it just do it spontaneously? You have to, no, okay. I have you have to be on okay. Foursquare. All right, so it's not like it's going to be Kelly's amazing porn dorm or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, excuse me. The name is Bob's Country Porn. Bob's Country Porn. (laughs) (laughs) We have to get this right. There is the one that that I don't post very much on is... Pig Fox. That's home. Right. Pig Fox. So, yeah, that's the one. 
you know, but if I'm out and it about... Me, it took me a second to realize why you kept going to this place called Pigfogs. I thought it was like some restaurant or something that must have been really good. <laughs> but then I realized it was her house. Because Kelly says necking and far out and groovy, so she's going to... Pigfogs! Yeah, you know, <laughs> Kelly lives in the 60s. Right. So. right. Back to Puffwat. Kelly, will you go back if I go back? <laughs> We've had this conversation before. I forget how you answered it. I answered it with, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> but Kelly, you can play me. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely. Oh, you guys, no. I'm so bored without you. Sorry. I know. Come this is not a slight, by the way. And me. Yeah, this is not a slight to those of you who do post there. I do appreciate <laughs> and enjoy <laughs> your posts. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's just that my life is so dull without, like, the daily Wait, dose you, of you guys. You, you, I'll go you, in and I'll see stuff like you, you work know. and you go to school and your life is dull. Are you no, my alone? my puffwa life is dull. It's my life, life is actually very exciting. I am fine. I I like twice today i cleaned up pee my life is far from boring <laughs> however Kelly, I, think how can I, I think it's interesting it. how you can go in and find that the extreme survival extreme beyond your wildest dreams is still going on after a year and a half yeah if you guys I mean, would like to like, come in and help me with oh, that That'd be great because <laughs> let me tell you guys, I have played I every single version of this game that has happened since the beginning of the Survivor. <laughs> I have been like playing game. this game, and just once, just once, I really okay, want okay, my okay, guy okay. to relax, win. relax, relax. What game? <laughs> Hold on, the Survivor Rina. game. Rina. The Survivor game on the yes. forum. My Rina. guy has won. Yes. Hold on, Rena, follow the sound of my voice. Rena, as you know, <laughs> what, 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 what? As you know, Rena, <laughs> you complete me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if I go back to Pofla, will you go back to? Now I know what you have. You need to look up Van Horn in the dictionary. Exactly. <laughs> Is there anybody you guys find in, in the top Ryan next to that, that Ryan hasn't been paired with? <laughs> next. Wait, wait. Hey, Scott. hey. No, I <laughs> I had never had the turnaround music played for me until the season until their finale. Wait, 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 wait. Sue. So I went on to the forum Saturday and I get this yes. I get this PM that says I see you. <laughs> so, so I texted back and said, Is that like a significant glance? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, and like Brian, I got that text four hours later because <laughs> I have a special report from Deathroll who has left us. Deathroll says that it has it started snowing while he was on the podcast. Wait a minute, oh, he lives twenty miles from me. What the hell? How come it's not snowing here? By, By the, the way, I am there had there had damn well better be like an epic snowstorm on Sunday because the Boston Yule Ball is on Sunday and I don't want to have to work on Monday. Oh, Sue, did I tell you the mm. story what happened the last what? time you sent me a text message? <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right, Kat. It's no, almost Ryan, like... What happened when I sent Julia, you a text message? I can't, like... Ah, we're not going to talk about rock. Well, not no. tonight. Sue is don't from... Don't let me cry. Sue is from the other side of the country, so she has... Sue and I are on the same side of the yes. country. So her phone number starts with um, you know, digits that you would not find over here. So I get a message <laughs> one day you know, from, what was it? I get a message on my anniversary. Happy anniversary. So I say, thank you. 
because who the hell is this? You know, <laughs> Sue has, you know, with her unique number, just wished me a happy anniversary. So I then go on, you know, Yahoo and some messenger on my phone, and I'm talking to Sue. I'm like, this is wonderful. Sue has started off my anniversary on a solid footing. So then a few weeks go by, and Sue sends me episode um, 115 of Perfect Weekly to listen to. It's her second Perfect Weekly, you know, with the new management. So she wanted me to get listen, and I listened, and I thought it was fantastic. So I found the original message in my thing that said happy anniversary, and I wrote back to Sue, 115 sounds fantastic. And then a few minutes later, I get a call from my cousin's annoying wife <laughs> saying, where are we meeting at 115? <laughs> and I realized that was not Sue. Thank God I didn't make a harmonious comment. It would screw up all of our families. <laughs> Seriously, what are the odds you would say something that could be so easily written off as, oh, sorry, I have lunch plans or something? Which I would say 114 would be better. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and did you get Funny. I know you didn't get my phone call on Monday, my frantic phone calls. I got it, but like, did you get my text message Monday that said Pufo was down? I did. Um hours oh, good. after it went down. I got you. <laughs> can I can I just go ahead and make the very Potter sequel joke right here? Yes, please. Did you get my text? When you text Hold on. Did you get my text? When you text the text? No, I do not envy <laughs> what the devil? It's a PBM from Umbridge. Are you in Dumbledore? Did he get my text? Now you drag me into this? I'm just assuming that Julia knew that, that, that Harry was blamed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ryan, I think everybody but you that, and the cat that much I do, do that. And my wife and my well, I, I must right. be off in my own little world because I still haven't seen I haven't seen the, the sequel. My, mo- my mother-in-law writes on my Facebook page, what's I'm like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have to watch it. You have, have to watch, the, watch Harry the Harry musical. Potter musical. What, what, is, awesome. what is a Blaine? Isn't Where he the black guy in Harry Potter? And Blade. That's, that's available on, um, Blade, not Blade. available on YouTube. Is he a girl or a yes. boy? Yes, yes. YouTube.com slash Teen Star Kid. <laughs> she was addressing it, telling me I get to YouTube. No, 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 no. No, I'm five steps behind you. I'm talking about the, the, the musical. Yeah, so yes, am I. Yes. That's what we're talking about. Oh. The Potter very, the very Potter musical is available at YouTube.com slash Team Star Kid. Do me a favor, email me I will this, send you the link. Otherwise, I'm going to forget. Send, yes. I will send you the link, and then we can talk about how awesome it is. By the way, I don't know if I told you guys this, but the other day, I was uh, waiting for my class to start, and one of my friends from school comes up to me, and she's like, Julia, oh my god, this is amazing. I have to tell you this. You're going to love it. <laughs> oh, and I yes. Was like, Here it comes. What? What is so awesome that I'm going to love? And she goes... There is a Harry Potter musical on YouTube, and I was yeah. like, you know what you should have <laughs> "Underneath these stairs, I hear the snares and feel the glares of my cousin, my my uncle, uncle and, and my aunt. aunt." What I would have said if I were you was, "I'm in it." <laughs> <laughs> I had Julia. I had a friend of mine do that too. She she I am me, and she said, "Oh my God, have you seen this?" I said, "Yeah." Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> you no, know, a friend of mine. Our because friend, it didn't come up. Yeah, so there's there's this uh, girl in the fandom who we all love, and her name is Freya. And one day, a friend of Freya's wrote on her wall, there is this fantastic site called the Wizrocklopedia. 
it's just like it's all about Wizard Rock. And Freya's like, Finally I know, I run this site. <laughs> I run this Freya's site. like, I've been running that site for the past three years. I know. <laughs> I, uh, all right, Kai, oh, guys, I'm going to have to go. Okay, I bet y'all had all forgotten I was here, huh? Yeah, I, 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 I know. You complete Ryan. How could we forget? You dropped me like a hot coal. <laughs> you dropped me. <laughs> the hell is going on? Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Ryan. Bye, Ryan. Happy holidays. Happy Christmas. Okay, I have to go pick up my brother from work. Five. So I have to say goodbye. Chi, before you go, can I tell you to read a book? It was very nice having you. Yes. Nice. Chi, before you go, you should read Anna in the French Kiss by Stephanie Perkins. I finished it today. I liked it. You will like it. You should read it. I yeah, hear she, that I would like She had Green put it down because I would like she it as finished well. it. That's right. I put it oh. down because I finished it. It was very good. You'll like it. And you, she, you know who, Wait, Chi, do you know who Stephanie Perkins is? Do you know who her husband is? Uh, You would have to tell me. Her husband sings a song that you like. It goes like this. From Gryffindor to Ravenclaw, the Jenny gets the round. Oh, Jenny gets around. I love that song. Isn't it great? Yeah. So you should definitely read that because it's a good book and we love Jared. So I moshed with her for like all of Rockstock. It was awesome. You know, I I will have to. I will have to do that. I will have to check it out. I am in the middle of trying to get. My book published, though, is so anyone, I'm kind of like narrowly focused. Huh? Is anyone else hearing the wine? She sounds very slow in here. because we know her so well. And, 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 which book, and which book is this exactly? Because there are so many that that are in the works. Anna in the front. Oh, wait. I'm still working on Living of Malice. I have, really do have to go, though. I will call you guys later. Bye. 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 Merry Christmas. Don't watch the guru. Happy post Hanukkah. Thank you. In the room. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Make big success. Ciao. Don't buy anything ugly. Shalom. Did you say don't buy anything ugly? Yeah. Why? Well, because you know how whenever anybody like leaves the house, there's always like parting words of advice. Have fun and be careful. Okay. In, in my house, don't buy anything ugly is not just something we say. This is like actual advice. I mean, have you seen some of the crap my father comes home with when he goes to Ocean State Job Lot? I haven't seen your father in many, many years. Okay. Well, remind me that I will take some pictures of some of the many hideous things that my father has come home with. I like and you will understand things. why this is actual advice. Okay. Julia, <laughs> have I told you my, my AVPM? Story about my kids. No, but please what? do. The what? Okay. Kids? The very Potter music. <laughs> yes, I have kids. We established this. Really? Yeah, I often discuss my my children or my <laughs> kinderlach, and everybody's like, my "What?" Kids. Right. Yeah, but kid, uh, yeah, but you, there, there are a few steps you have to go through first before you can have kinderlach. Yeah, you know, my father the other day told me that I should start out to work on making those. <laughs> you know, it has to do with tell, somebody tell saying there are a few prerequisites I have to meet first. Oh yes, anyway, yes. Anyway, so I was talking with my kids, and they're flipping out about like this new kid named Darren Chris that's like playing on you know, uh, and it's really right. awesome. And I was just like, mm, yeah, yeah, I've heard of him before. He was you know on a very Potter musical, and they're like, ah, oh, nerd, whatever. And I was like, yeah. So you know, I have friends who know him, and they flipped 
they, they like flipped the shit. Like they I'm went. Sure, I'm nuts. sure they did. <laughs> they were like, you know, someone who knows. Yeah. I'm like, yes. And then it was just kind of like, I'm cool now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, you know, Darren Chris by association. There is like only one degree of separation. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. I totally, I uh, yeah, out. because I had absolutely no idea who this guy was until you said Julia. Julia. Yes. You See, I don't know who this guy is, but I know he's on Glee and a very Potter musical. You realize That's you it. and I could totally play Six Degrees of Separation with like Richard Schiff and like people on the West Wing. We could. How <laughs> specifically? Specifically, it makes me happy. No, seriously, how? How? Wait, how do we? Okay. Darren Chris was on Glee with yeah. oh, what's her name? Uh, Leah Michelle, who was on Glee with she's a diva. <laughs> who was on? Oh, uh, was on West Wing. So. Who was on uh, <laughs> West Wing with everyone? Cool. West Wing with everybody. Hold on, who is? So... separation. Hold on, how did you get from Leah Five. Michelle to, to Leah Michelle was on Glee with Kristen Chenoweth? Yes, Ch- Kristen Chenoweth was on with was on West Wing with everybody. Yes, so. Julia and I are like six degrees separated from people on the West Wing. Not that we nice. were ever in like any movies with now. anybody, but we know people who know Darren Chris. I'm pretty sure you're in the Harry Potter. I don't think that's how you play you know six people, degrees of separation. No, it's definitely people. not, but that's what we're doing. It's awesome. <laughs> it makes me happy. We used to play, do you guys remember a couple of years, like several years ago, there was this kid, Little Alien, the little Cuban kid? Yes, oh, yes. Yeah, right. it was yeah, a couple okay. years ago. It was like in 94. It was 10 years ago. He's 30 okay. now, right? <laughs> okay, you know what? To me, it was a couple years ago. To me, it was a couple years ago. I was anyway, happened. Anyway, we used to play the Six Degrees of Little Alien in my house because, like, my dad knows a lot of people. And one of his best friends from college, apparently his sister, was, like, on spoke to him daily because they both spoke, spoke Spanish. Little Alien. I don't okay. know who that is still. Um, the kid. The little Cuban kid who, like, got remember, lost. Remember the Cuban okay, Julia, kid who Julia, I was five years over. old when this, in 1994. It could not it was in 2000. It was not that long ago. It was oh, okay. Actually, it was actually close it was, to 2000. It was 2000. Okay, no, it, okay, it, okay. It was so during, like, no, it was during Clinton's presidency. So it was, he was still president in 2000. <laughs> 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 yes, he, yes anyway. he was. That wasn't a very months. good story, but you know it happened. Isn't it? Isn't it scary that 2000 was 10 years ago? Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's insane. I know. Good lord! It's almost 11 so, years ago. I know. By the way, Itai, you heard Joel's engaged. Yeah, from your Facebook. Hey. Who's, who's engaged? Uh, f- a friend of ours. They weren't in the very part musical. No, I. No, I, <laughs> I <laughs> give him time. I thought you meant Joe Rowling, and I'm like, I thought you were married. For the record, I've never met Joelle. I know her. I I've talked to her through you once, but that's about it. That's true. That is true. She's getting married on Valentine's Day, which she assures uh, me has nothing to do with it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, is there anybody else we were going to talk to that we've missed, or have we gone through our list? I feel bad. I feel like I crashed Scott's party and like started <laughs> <building> over. Took <laughs> over. Don't worry about it's, it. I kind of expected this kind of thing to happen. I actually need to be oh, going for the evening because I get work in the morning. So I'm going to leave the line going and recording and hopefully okay. everything will just continue for those. Who are these 13 people? It says Ryan and 13 others. Uh, the it's because there's, there's still five no. unknowns here. 
They're all One of them is cheap. Did you? They're all cheap. What happens if you click hang up on them? I don't see them. There are six. Okay, go to the call thingy. Yeah. There are like six. It says Lady Chi and says connecting. Right above that is an unknown number. I don't have Chi on mine. Mine goes myself, P.S., Julia, Sue, Oliver, Gal, Itai, Kat, Scott, and Kelly. All right, so but, if you've already uh, taken off, is someone you'd like me to call? Wait. Yes. Let's see. Uh, did you guys get Trisha? We, we had yes. Trisha. She came oh, and went. Oh, Heather, Heather we need you to tell us now. the story of her divorce party. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hold on, before, before really you... really tell her story? Can't wait to hear that. Before you tell that, I'm hoping you were, like, swinging from a chandelier in it. Is there anyone else you want me to call for you? I broke um, a chandelier once. What about I Bob from think... Spellcast? Are, are you using... <laughs> He did not answer me. Jen did not answer me, and um, Jen too, or Ray, but neither one of them had said yes for sure. So I think Jen too is quarantined. So I don't think she can talk to us. But I don't think right. it works that way though either. But I'm gonna let you guys go now. So I'll check back in in a few minutes in case someone gets dropped. Then I'll be off for the night. Okay. So thanks for having. I feel like I like hung out at the house I grew up in. This is. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And Kelly, you, you know, as always, complete me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. oh, sure. Now that Renna's off the line. <laughs> exactly. Now I can speak freely. <laughs> oh, God. I missed you guys. <laughs> Have a good night. Wait, so much. Did Trisha really, like, like, tell the story of her, her divorce party? No, she said she instructed oh, us to make you tell it. She said that you, oh, well, yeah, because I actually story. remember what happened. <laughs> uh-huh. I because I have, I have my doubts that she does. But the- Ooh, okay. does Kool-Aid, is there Kool-Aid involved? There's lots of There's lots always of Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid involved. It's a divorce party. What do you think? So I get a Facebook invite that she's getting divorced. And I was like, I thought you were divorced. But anyway, so she gets divorced. She prints out the decree. There's about six of us. I go and a, a bunch of her friends and her work friends go and we run a limo and first we all pile back into the limo because we were going to a nightclub, you know, to, to, and there was Kool-Aid specials at the nightclub and that's where we we're going. And we had like VIP treatment and everything else. So we climb back in and some of us tell the driver, I was actually close to the driver. We're like, take the, the long way, you know, it's a nice night, whatever. Like, we stood in line for 30 minutes, and all I hear is, you're such a good Hufflepuff. You're such a good Hufflepuff. <laughs> She's like, I'm so happy that you're here. And, like, I would get a kiss on the cheek. And she's like, you're such a good Hufflepuff. And I get a kiss on the cheek. 37 times she told me that she was so happy that I was here. And I, think I got up to 10 times that I was such a good Hufflepuff. <laughs> And well, that's just because me. you are this such a good Hufflepuff. Everyone. I know, I am such a good Hufflepuff. So, anyway, we dance, we do whatever, it, we leave. By that time, it's around like one-ish the, that we were due back to the limo. Well, at least it's, you've had affirmation of your Hufflepuff status, if you, if you had any doubt. There you go, uh, if you had yeah. any doubts at all. And the gym, that you're, you're really good at it. You've been told you are by a drunk friend. I know, right? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you know, being appointed head of house, that wouldn't have done it. But, no, right. at all. no, but drunk in confirmation. <laughs> oh, you it's, realize, because then I do all the appointments drunk. <laughs> it's so amusing. Oh, now we know. To make sure that I'm still alive every day, so. Well, that's okay. an important job. 
Yes, it is. Yes, it is very important. I'm going to say goodnight. I'm a good Hufflepuff. I'm not going to kiss you, though, because you're in Portland. But, um, I, sweetie, I can't physically do it. Um, I, but yeah, I've, I haven't been up this late since before Rockstock, so. All right, sweetie, we love you. Take care of yourself. All right. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Christmas. Bye. Happy Hanukkah to the Jews. Oh, thank you. And a happy Advent and Christmas to you. All right. I'm it's, going to bed. It's Heather. Oh. Heather's balls. going Dalek. I'm bed. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Sleep That's well. Right. Bye. Good night. Talk to you later. Sleep well, Bye, Kat. Am I still Dalek-y? She's yes. Gone. Yes. Just a little. A little bit, yeah. Well, I guess that You're behind the electric fence again. Try, try unplugging your but laptop. But you made it through the Trisha story, so that was cool. That's true. Is this better? Cool. No. A little bit. You're still a Dalek. Yeah. Say exterminate. Still make it through the Trish. Exterminate. <laughs> anyway, guys, I, <laughs> I think I should start uh, thinking about packing it in as well. <laughs> you say I missed you. I want you back in my life. Uh, I, I understand it's final speak. I'm not like yelling or anything. I, I have no problem being in your life as long as it's from here and <laughs> as long as it's over <laughs> Skype. <laughs> as, long okay. as, as long as it's not in snow and I mean you know. <laughs> As long as I'm not sneaking food out of the dining hall for you. Yeah, there's there's absolutely no need for that ever to happen again, please and thank you. Yeah, you're right. I have to say I'm amused that so many of you are actually colder than it is here right now. How is it where you are right now? Well, I don't know how it is right now being after nightfall, but this afternoon it was 32 Fahrenheit, probably. So, yeah. Oh, it's much colder than that. Hold on. It's about that here. Weather.com says that right now in New Haven, it is 25, but it feels like 16. With wind chill, right? Yeah. yeah. We have light and snow and ice and 28 what was my here. Your temperature today, because I'm sure you were warmer than I was. We, 78. Uh, Rega, I'll tell you in a minute. We 78. Are, I'm going to write this were, tomorrow saying Rega all day, and Warren uh, is going to look at me like, what is wrong with you? I don't know what it was anymore, but right now it's uh, reading um, 45. Oh, We're down bad. to 13 at the moment, so it's not quite as warm anymore, but still. Well, it <laughs> Yeah, we got down to 3 on Sunday night, and it felt like with the wind, because we had 40-mile-an-hour winds, it Ooh. felt like it was like minus 15, yes. minus 20. Kelly. Kelly, what? did you hear what happened in Oregon? Yes. Even I heard what happened in Oregon after I talked to you about it. There was, for those of you who don't know, there was a tornado in Oregon. Really? <laughs> Which is like almost And that never unreal. happens. Yeah. And it was like, what, 45 miles south of Portland? Yeah. 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 It was which I've never ever heard of. Ulm, Ulm, where was it? No, Ulm is in Germany. Almsville. Almsville. By the way, Itai, I have a book rec for you. This has nothing to do with anything, but you said Germany and that reminded me. Um, You should read The Book Thief. Yeah, I've heard heard that too. I've actually heard, I've actually heard (laughs) I should and... I have a copy of that somewhere. No, on hard copy. 
if you send them to me, I promise to send them back. I asked you, you said no. <laughs> no <laughs> sit, sit still over there. Speaking of... Eventually, I would like it back. Sit still. You want it back? I'll send you back. No, like Harry Potter. It's fine. Last I time I asked you, you told me no. So I said, okay. And I'm falling asleep. Oh, yeah, I'm, sorry, Itay. I love you. Don't. don't. Uh, I'm going to say goodnight. And good night, it was a, Itai. Thank it, you for joining us. It good was night. a pleasure. If I didn't say it before, happy holidays to everybody. Yes, and all you the too. Best, all the best always. And we'll talk um, on the other side i guess yeah. enjoy the winter <laughs> as best you, you can yeah uh, right. we'll do yes. all right California. take care guys good night bye. congratulations bye bye. on your good news today thank you it yes. it uh it makes all the difference in the world it really does yes. thank you mm-hmm. yes all right guys see you later bye bye a little not bad you can talk through it fine <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess that's probably right. Now that we're we're done podcasting, it doesn't really matter. I guess it's probably a cue. I should go. It is twelve o'clock, and I do want to watch the tw- finish the twenty four seven and geek out over hockey. And so I should probably go. Okay, geek out over hockey pretty good earlier. Thanks for coming yeah. and joining us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm happy to be on. No, it was it was nice to actually be on the same podcast as Ryan, and then I did I kind of zone out. I'm like, oh, I think I'm listening to the podcast. It's like, no, it still happens. Like, I'll listen to Scott Scott Sue talk, and, and um, Kelly. It's just like, doo, 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 doo. oh wait, yeah, I have to contribute. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, I'm also here. <laughs> But then trying to get Oops. a word in edgewise is a little bit of a challenge. So. Yeah. yeah. We do occasionally go, and Heather, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> we do. Someone, you like, you know my story of my first time, right? Yeah. You, either you fell asleep or you were, something happened. No, I thought he would play the music. I thought that. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> uh, okay. I do miss the music. I do like that. Uh, music was um, good. Scott, sing. What? Hey, Ron. Hey, Ron. Oh, um, <laughs> the next time you're getting jealous of so me, me, cause I'm, I'm so, so famous, famous and awesome that <laughs> Just remember that time. So, by the way, the whole ball a couple of years ago, they did that live, and I was there with like four Puffwadians, and we were like disproportionately excited. It's, you know what's like, really it's, funny it's, is that... See, Julia, you know the end of that song, the last line is, and welcome back to Potterfic Weekly. Just like the last <laughs> right. line of the National like Anthem Ryan. is play ball. The right. last line of that song is, what's really and welcome funny back to Potterfic Weekly. Is, is right. when you've got your, your MP3 player on shuffle through Wizard Rock, and that song starts, and it's like, oh man, I put the podcast in. <laughs> right. You're like, how did this happen here? Shit, how did this get on this playlist? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Kelly monologues. <laughs> oh, God. I always monologue. What are you talking about? Yes, yes you do. By the way, red soda is That's disgusting. why you complete Brian. All right. I mean it now. I'm going to bed. I'll watch the show Good night. Tomorrow. Good night. Good night. Um, Thank you. 
Okay, no problem. And I, I guess if you want to include it, happy holidays, everyone. And may your holidays be, be merry, merry, and merry and happy and, you know, Kwanzaa-y. So. Oh, guys, I love Kwanzaa-y. I love Kwanzaa-y. Yes, Kwanzaa-y. So the house half might say as he vanished from sight, Merry Sockmas to all and to all a good night. Bye. Bye, guys. Good night. Bye. Bye. My weekly discovery was uh, Sam's Club Spice Cookies. Mm. They were Marvy. And you could have them, Julia. Ooh. Uh huh. Excited. <laughs> Yeah, By the way, I discovered that the shop stuff. right near me sells apple butter. Hey, cool. Mm. Yeah. I Maybe make apple butter. Apple sat on a railroad track. Guitar <laughs> was all <laughs> a flutter. <laughs> Around the bed game number 10. Choo choo choo. Apple, apple butter. butter. <laughs> oh, no. I love that we failed at singing Christmas carols, but somehow we managed <laughs> to sing the peanut song and <laughs> Wizard Rock. Did you guys try to sing Christmas songs? No. I did. That's just like the story of my life is just cleaning pee. There's other kid who's like, he's almost four. He's going to be four in a few months and he's still not trained. And this is just like driving me crazy. Every day, at least once a day, he ha- he has like this massive dirty diaper even though I tell him it like all the time, like tell him Mora before you have to make, and you know you could make on the potty, and he's like, I, I want to make caca on my pull up, and I'm like, uh, yeah. The good news though is that his his uh, bubby from Detroit is coming to visit, and she's decided that this is going to be her project. Yay! Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> thank God, bubby from Detroit cannot come soon enough. I am so ready to get this kid trained. Ugh. We had two twins, and they weren't potty trained when they came in. And we actually got them, and, and we taught them to do the Hulk. So we'd sit them on the toilet, and we'd go, okay, now do the Hulk. And they go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I should do that tomorrow. Please tell me someone's recording this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Brian's God, recording should, the whole thing. God, I should do that tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. Do the Hulk. So I'm looking at my clock, and I'm seeing that it's almost one in the morning, and I have to work. Yeah, it is oh, one in the morning. Yeah. I'm thinking I should really go to bed soon. Not that Thank I don't you. love you all, but you know. Yeah, well, it's okay. Yeah. Thank you guys for calling me. It was nice. I like to be there at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. You'd like to close like, a place down? Yeah, I just kind of feel like the party doesn't end until I go home, and it's like you guys have been like, if I leave, the party should end. Okay, you know, well, all right. Not you don't have Let's... to hang up, but like the podcast <laughs> is over now, so that's yes. that's all that matters. Okay. So yeah, thank you. It was quite nice. Oh, it's good to have you. I'm glad your Hanukkah was good. Thank you very much. Yeah. It was a lovely and other nice things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. This will be a fun end to the year, I think. Yeah. yeah. It'll Random edit. craziness. Awesome. Okay. As soon as I figure out how to hang up, I'm going to do that. Oh, look. There's a little red button. Red button <laughs> on the top. Yeah. Give yeah. rates. Okay. Good night, guys. Good night. Bye. Bye. Hi, Robert. Hey, Sue. How's it going? It's going all right. 
welcome to our crazy Christmas podcast that got hijacked. And I don't think Christmas was involved at all. Oh, it was. It was Christmas mentioned was at least three involved. times. <laughs> oh, well. When has Potterfic Weekly ever been on track on anything? So I think you're Oh, right. stop. <laughs> Them's fighting words. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm back. Sorry. I missed Julia leaving. Oh, you just missed her. I know. I thought I had, I thought she could hear me and I didn't have the right microphone on. I just put the second just put the second batch in the oven. What You're is gonna this? be up until three. Four. I'm probably gonna be up at least until one thirty or two. What are you making? I'm making clover leaf rolls for my department Christmas party tomorrow. Oh, okay. So Robert, do you have any holiday stories or stories of your life you'd like to share and we can Move them back in time and stick them in the middle of the podcast. Back in time. (laughs) Um, Because you're from the past, you know. I am from the past. Actually, am I? You're from the same. Are you from the past or are you the same time as Sue? But I'm from the past. So yeah, you're from the past because the world revolves around me. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. We're all from the past, Um, according to PS. Kez is from the future. Everybody else is from the past. The only like significant Christmas thing that tradition wise is in order in my family, uh, for the most part, we celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve, or at least my mom's side. Uh, my mom's side was the fun side growing up, basically because my dad's side was all about like, let's sit down and calmly open presents and watch each other open them each and every like it was the most. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that? What kind of oh, thing else would well, you do? Basically. My mom's side of the family, it's free for all, go for it. Like, <laughs> and see if you can finish the fastest compared to, like, Whoa. compared to, yeah. You can't appreciate things. You need to appreciate things and see the reactions of the people that you gave stuff to. I love doing it one at a time. Mm. You sound like yeah, see, dad. we always have somebody or a couple people or whatever who happens to be closest to the tree who will come and yep. pass stuff out and just in yep. random yeah. order. So not everybody. You don't open all your presents at once. You open one, and right. then somebody else will open right. one, and then you know. Well, that we is that, that is basically what we've evolved into. But initially, like when I was growing up, it was a total free for all. Free for all. <laughs> which until my dad finally put his foot down on my mom's side of the family, and then so there is some a sense of established order on my mom's side, and then my mom convinced my grandparents, my dad's side, to be much less anal. Um, so and then. <laughs> kind of worked out but basically on my mom's side um we'd have like my grandma would have this huge christmas party with all these people and it was more of an adult christmas party and um basically in order they've just they decided like with my mom's generation when they were kids uh that in order to keep the kids appeased and like be quiet and happy so adults can be adults and drink eggnog or whatever is that santa claus would because we are so special in my family. Santa Claus would come early to my mm-hmm. family's house and drop off a present. So basically, right. they would give us a present to pacify us <laughs> and keep us from being brats, I guess. Well, when we were little kids, it was great because um, we always it'd be like, "Yay, Santa's here!" Now, my mom. It was just my mom and my aunt growing up. So girls aren't really rambunctious, but most of the genera- my generation are all boys. And boys being boys decided, you know, Santa has lots of presents. <laughs> if I tackle Santa, oh, I will no. get more presents. Oh, no. Did you kill Santa? 
ba- well, basically, as we grew older, we would anticipate Santa coming. And basically, Santa Claus was either played by my dad or my uncle. And they like took turns every single year. Until and the year that they needed to start wearing football pads, right? Basically. Well, th- the last year that we did it for us was a year that I was determined to capture Santa Claus because my parents were very <laughs> adamant about perpetrating the Santa belief of Santa. Like it literally wasn't okay. I stopped believing in Santa and like when I was like eight, but it wasn't until I was like 12 that I convinced my parents to admit that Santa Claus was not real because I was like, Oh, don't say that Santa's not real. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Santa is totally real. Actually, it's pretty funny. Well, I'll get some. Well, basically, spoilers, uh, spoilers, spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> well, no, it was funny because I literally had to tell. I literally had to tell my mom. I was like, so in other words, someday when I'm old enough and I get married and I have my own kids, I don't need to buy them presents because Santa's going to bring them. <laughs> <laughs> only after I entrapped her that I was able to convince her that she should tell me the truth. You were going to go off with your, with Aaron, your spouse, and not buy your kids presents. Me and Aaron have decided that we're going to have kids, and uh, <laughs> we are not going to tell them about surrogate mothers. Is that what? Yes. But um, <laughs> but it was funny because the last year we did it, I was like, I got the jump on Santa, and basically, I was like in mid tackle. And it wasn't until, like, my eldest cousin, who knew better, literally, like, tackled me before I could tackle Santa Claus. So I was, like, so upset. I'm like, I almost had him. We almost had all the presents we could want, which is making me sad. <laughs> it's like the secret, secret service guy that gets <laughs> the guy who's about to shoot the president. Yeah, basically. I was going after the president, <laughs> and my cousin took me out. But, um, but it was funny. But it, what's cool about it is the full circle is um, the cousin who tackled me uh, she has uh, her kids of like five and uh, three, so they're the, they have kids the Santa age. And now I who's Santa? Santa. I You're Santa Claus. And so do they tackle you? They're not to that age yet. I'm going to give them probably another year or two before uh, <laughs> the oldest one's a boy hunter. He uh, he would not surprise me if he if he started coming out after me. Well, it, as long as nobody tells him, you know. If you tackle Santa Claus, they'll give you more presents. <laughs> Maybe he won't. <laughs> Maybe he won't be as greedy as we were when we were yeah, kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's hope so, because I don't think <laughs> Hunter can run pretty fast, and I'm not. I'm, well, I don't know. I guess I need to work out. Santa needs to do some cardio before Christmas too. <laughs> Santa needs to get on his horse and uh, <laughs> reindeer Kelly. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> the reindeer don't need the treadmill Santa does. <laughs> yeah, so that that is probably my most prevalent uh Christmas memory that mm. I, I hold most year. So yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's fun. And you get the honor of being the most on topic in the entire podcast. <laughs> what do you expect? I, I'm very it's a guest. <laughs> yeah. So and I'm usually the on topic Nazi on my show. So No, see we had Ryan took over. We we've had control. we've had the um the dubious honor of having the drunk grandparent, the only drunk grandparent at the midnight service at church. Mm, really <laughs> nice. <laughs> My grandmother was drinking champagne mm-hmm. out of a very large 
what's usually used for eggnog glass, mm. stemmed nice. glass. And we didn't realize that she kept filling it back up. And <laughs> until she started to greet people at the door, I love you. Oh, no. What? How many of those have you had? I don't remember. Three, four. It was like two bottles worth. She cried into her mashed potatoes at dinner. We went to the midnight service at church and I'm in the choir and I can hear her crying. (laughs) She was just so happy to see everybody. It was like, oh my God. She's just filled with the spirit. She was. You're such a good have a Yeah, she was filled with the spirit and the bubbles and the champagne and the wine and the more champagne. (laughs) She doesn't remember any of it. But we always tell her, Grandma, (laughs) no champagne for you. She's like, what? What did I do? Oh, man. (laughs) They're like 12-ounce glasses. That's the size that she was drinking champagne. Everybody else had flutes, and she had this huge glass. (laughs) 12-ouncer? Nice. Go, Grandma. Go, Grandma. It was like, oh, but yeah, when she started, when she was, you know, weeping into the mashed potatoes at dinner, it was, we all looked at each other like, oh my God, we got to go to church. She's going to be a mess. <laughs> and the whole time in church, and I could hear her crying. It was like, I sat up there and one of the guys in the choir leans over and goes, is there something wrong with your grandmother? I'm like, yeah, she's, she's had a little too, too much to drink. Too much, she's too much holiday cheer. And, and he just rolled his eyes and laughed. And, and then the whole choir knew. But yeah, it's, that was Christmas at my aunt's house. <laughs> Lynn left the champagne bottle on the counter and we'd go over to it and it was like, man, there must be more people drinking this than we thought. We opened like, I don't know, four or five bottles. And, you know, we're talking 25 people and grandma. <laughs> grandma had three by herself. Probably. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My mom's birthday is the 19th and my aunt's birthday is the 29th. So the tradition is you get the tree on the 19th and you take it down on the 29th. Okay. So my brother's coming tomorrow. No, Friday. To put the tree up. And we will go get the tree on mom's birthday, which is Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. See, it never bothered me that wait. the tree was still up on my birthday. I liked it. I mean, I still like it. Yeah. I still have a birthday. I liked it. When is your birthday? January 1st. My, my mother's is the third. So we always took it down right after her birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it is my birthday now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Happy birthday to you. you. <laughs> or we could do the other way. Yes. <laughs> it's happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Agony and despair. People dying everywhere. But happy birthday. <laughs> oh, that's great. Isn't that, that awesome? Sounds, uh, there's like one of those like fake restaurant right. ones where it's like, it's your birthday. Like where they can't sing happy birthday. So they have to make it up. And it's like, it's your birthday and you're here at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I have one like that I made up. I think I made it up anyway. Hey, hey, it's your birthday. 
happy birthday to you. Hey, hey, it's your birthday. Now what are you going to do? Hey, I hope you have a wonderful time, and I've reached the, the end of this horrible rhyme, and I'll, hey, hey, it's your birthday. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's awesome. That's pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> Yay! Poor Scotty had to sing his own birthday song. It's very sad. <laughs> yeah, I got sent to record. It's like his poor, <laughs> poor child. I, I, think I made that up when it was. I can't remember why, but it was Cody's birthday, and I did that for that. But I can't remember why we were doing things for Cody's birthday. Because Scarlett had everybody record something for her birthday. It was her gift. Yeah, so I made it up at that point. It wasn't quite the same. I think I've changed something somewhere, but similar. So how was the episode? It was chaotic. (laughs) Ryan did kind of take over, but he acknowledged it a number of times and tried not to. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, once a leader, always a leader. Can't really give it up. I love you guys. I really do. Yeah. I could give you a really bad time and make you feel bad, but I'm not going to. Because you're such a good Hufflepuff. (laughs) That is never going away. That is never, ever going away. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. So Jen called the Inferi Infernies? Inferi, yes. Yeah. For like 20 minutes. (laughs) Eventually, Brad. For the whole time, because that's what she thought it was. She still did later. Sometimes it's just, really? (laughs) My, My favorite part of that was Ryan breaking in at one point and going, Yeah. Oh. And I started a new drinking game. Every time she says Inferni, take a shot. He <laughs> sounds so depressed when he says it. It's awful. I have to think that he probably tried to edit them out and Someone realized has- that she'd said it 50,000 times and couldn't edit it out. You try to edit out the end. In- <laughs> Something. Jeez. But, Yeah. I but like I said, I think my favorite still is Yellowstone. Oh well, mm-hmm. Yellowstone's classic. But I mean, Just, you know, you know was bears movies, not well in the bathroom. And the, <laughs> yes, <laughs> with the lava underneath. Perfect <laughs> weekly. Not only entertaining, okay. but educational. educational as well. <laughs> no, it's really. T- I was really tempted to uh, like turn the conversation you. with you guys, like saying. Uh, it's like, you know, guys, no offense, but you guys are the most dysfunctional group of people I've ever spoke-hyped with, ever. <laughs> then I was like, what if no one remembers the reference? And then I'll just come across as an ass. So I think I'll just hold off on that. I've yeah. kept it for our intro. We needed that one. It's like that. You yes. guys are so incompetent. It's hilarious. No. Yeah. What I think is really funny, funny Robert, hmm? is that you don't think we remember this. And this is like the stuff of what we do all the time. And you're like... Oh, I better not say this because they may not remember how the context. Well, the funny thing is, I know you guys. Listen, okay, I, I hate to break it to you, but no offense, guy. I know that you recently did the the introduction, but the Parfait Weekly introduction is longer than more segments on my podcast. <laughs> on podcast. So I, I have a tendency mm-hmm. to kind of like know how long your set your introductions are, and I skip them. <laughs> it's just like okay, let's get to the new content. Anyway, I suppose I can stop this actually recording everything I mm-hmm. go. Mm, <laughs> as amazing as your voice is, Scott, you don't need to record it all the time. It kind of devalues the awesomeness of your voice. I learned this the hard way. <laughs> oh, yes. It's nice listening to the two of you talk to each other, I must say. 
<laughs> oh, Scott, how's it going? <laughs> we should talk in our manly voices. Because we are just that awesome. We are that awesome. That's amusing. Ah, good times. There are things that I'm just shocked. There's fanfiction for, like the gummy bears. Like I'm on fanfiction get not <laughs> done it right now. Just clicking around. There's really? gummy bears fanfiction. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Like there's there's like fanfiction. Frosty the Snowman. Frosty <laughs> the Snowman. Okay, since of course it is this Christmas. All right, here's the most disturbing thing. One of them is M-rated. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> M-rated? <laughs> That's impossible. Okay, okay, it says in the summary, this has nothing to do with Frosty's. <laughs> I'm dead serious. It's 18,000 words in 10 chapters of Frosty the Snowman fanfiction. <laughs> I don't know how you could even do that. I don't I know would, either. I would be like lost after the first couple of pages. Like, I feel like right. there's not much potential. I mean, what are the ships in Frosty the Snowman? Like, like what do you do? Like, we're talking about like Frosty the Snowman, like the old cartoon, because it'd be like, yeah, Frosty, yeah, it's under cartoons, like Frosty Karen. That's yeah. magician. Just- you know what? <laughs> I'm surprised the M rated fanfiction isn't like the magician and Karen or something. Uh, or, or better <laughs> like yet, it could be slash- like Snape Hermione. It would be magician Karen. Or better yet, like slash Frosty the Snowman, like the magician and Frosty. <laughs> or like the magician. He really wants his hat back. The, the uh, police officer directing traffic. Yes. The traffic cop. No, he just talks them into making him a girlfriend. Come on. That's even <laughs> better. <laughs> That's even better. Mrs. Frosty. Frosty and Frostat. Frostat. <laughs> we should write a fanfic right now together. So far as I know, Frosty fiction has yet to appear. But I guess you can never tell. And that is as far as we're going for this week. As we tried to say any number of times, Merry Christmas, a belated Happy Hanukkah, and best wishes through the season, be it winter or summer. Until next year, everyone, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Good night. Good night. Good luck. So hold on to the wonder that those books Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.